Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous depths of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I'm joined, as ever, by Robbie in Sidious Bellicom, Sam, Darth Sidious Burns, and Ellie, Deciduous Sparrow. I am Tree. <laughs> I am Tree. My leaves turn brown in the autumn. Leaves. It's yes. winter, so you are leafless. Oh no, well, I'm naked. <laughs> well, deciduous. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> much like the trees in Jimothy, uh, they were very much. Uh, you are ba- you you are barren and stark, but but spring may yet come and give you bloom. Only yes. sleeping. It's all right. It's only, only sleeping. sleeping. Mm. There yes. are trees in Jimothy. No! 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 no. no. <laughs> Wind's free in Jimothy. No! I haven't had that in my head the whole freaking time. It's, yeah, listeners, it's been 24 hours since we recorded that. We're doing a bit of a post-Christmas marathon. Yeah. I don't think that stopped going on a loop in my head since, to be honest. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's just continued, truthfully. Mm. Nope. <laughs> um, so... Uh, speaking of uh, distressing loops, uh, it's that time where we call into the dim and distant future to ask future us what messages from the present. Hello, it's future Jason, part of the distressing loop once more. Part of the distressing loop once more. Once more. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one's randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is the Shattered Ruby. It's cocktail hour again, so listen up if you want to make the dangerously untested and potentially erratic Shattered Ruby yourself at home. You will need one ruby red grapefruit, Sanguinello, also known as the blood orange, or just an ordinary orange. Some coarse red sugar, or just granulated sugar and red food dye. Sherbet! How much? Who knows? Two cups of fresh red ruby grapefruit, blood orange, or orange juice chilled, one cup of vodka, for preference, tangerine or clementine flavoured if you can get it, a bottle of chilled pink prosecco, and cracked or crushed ice. If you don't have red sugar, you can make it by combining half a cup of white sugar crystals and half a teaspoon of red food dye in a resealable plastic bag. Put them in the bag, close the bag, knead the sugar until the dye is mixed in, and then spread it out on a baking sheet and leave it to dry for half an hour. If you're doing this step, you might as well try combining the sherbet in, and seeing if you can get coloured sherbet as well. Maybe you can! I have no idea! I haven't tried this! Once you have the red sugar and sherbet, mix them together on a plate and take your martini glasses. Cut wedges from your citrus fruit of choice, whether that's the red grapefruit, sanguinello, or ordinary orange, and rim the glasses with the wedges. Then dip the glasses in the plate of mixed sugar and sherbet so that they have a fun, sugary rim. Next, mix together the fruit juice and vodka in a pitcher, then slowly stir in your pink Prosecco. Add the crushed or cracked ice to your martini glasses and pour the drink mixture over the ice. Garnish with one of the citrus wedges and voila, you have your very own shattered ruby. Listen up for a spot from our friends, the Dice Girls, during the break this episode. Congratulations to our friends over at Ice Cream Dice, by the way, on their ridiculously successful Kickstarter campaign. 
Completed in nine hours, the campaign has successfully racked up double its funding goal with 22 days left on the project. For those of you who aren't aware, Ice Cream Dice not only creates beautiful ice cream flavoured themed dice, which I regret to say are not edible and upon licking do not actually taste of those flavours, but you can't have everything, but does so with a mind to its profits supporting a fantastic charity, the Forging Heroes Society. Forging Heroes is a charity devoted to encouraging, empowering, uplifting and educating children through the medium of tabletop role-playing games and the leadership of positive adult role-playing models. In short, they help kids learn and expand their horizons by getting them into D&D. If this is a cause you'd like to support and you want to get some fun dice out of the bargain, head to the Ice Cream Dice Kickstarter, we'll drop a link in the description, and subscribe for a set of the various cool flavours available. We have a coffee page. You can head to ko-fi.com slash flintlocks and fireballs. There's a link in the episode description. And if you're feeling generous, why not buy us a coffee? Coffee is an ad-free, subscription-free way to give a one-off donation to artists you love with no strings attached, with donation amounts measured as cups of coffee. And if you can't donate, don't worry. We still love you. Our content's free for a reason. But if you can share the coffee page with others, we'd really appreciate that too. And now, back to you, Past Jason. And now, back to you, Past Jason. And now, back to you, Past Jason. To ask future us what messages from the present. To ask future us what messages from the present. Why are you like this? Creepy time loop. I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's... I told you, Jason, like, it was uh, a couple of episodes ago now, but like, I can't remember exactly which one. You're trying to create a paradox, aren't you? Stop to us, future us. <laughs> God, someone write a fanfic to shut him up, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and on the subject of fiction... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's start our fictional story. Good it's, segue. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not fictional. <laughs> it's uh, time for flintlocks and fables. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party, after spending the better part of a month trapped in the forests of Meadmere, eventually managed to find a shortcut out via a magical gateway in the uh, control of a fairy prince, leading them into the mysterious and dangerous Dreamfold. After emerging from the mysterious and dangerous Dreamfold, they entered the <laughs> mysterious and dangerous town of Jimothy. I'm not going to go over that any further. However... <laughs> Uh, in the course of their adventures in Jimothy, a musical town, uh, the party became aware that a companion 
of theirs, certainly an erstwhile figure, uh, at least bearing the form of Stringer Smith, uh, may well have uh, appeared to have stolen vital food from Scamp's backpack. As the party had learned, uh, waking world food, if allowed to be consumed by a creature of dreams, might well allow it to become a living nightmare, able to cross between the worlds. Although, it takes more than just a pack of food to be able to persist indefinitely in the waking world. As Fighty Governorswick has informed you, as uh, Smith, for want of a better descriptor's current uh, state is, he will need to return again to the Dreamfold to restore himself. Uh, although he can subsist for some time in the waking world, if he's trapped here indefinitely, he will mm, die, for want of a better uh, description. Possibly fade out of existence. Yeah. Nevertheless, as demonstrated by the deserters uh, and uh, the <laughs> former partner of uh, your travelling companion, uh, Elizabeth, um were hanged, one left to spread the message, it appears that uh, Smith is most definitely in the waking world. He cannot return to the Dreamfold portal in Jimothy, so will be forced to head out into the hinterlands of Sul in search of another naturally occurring one. These portals, as Fighty has explained, tend to be ephemeral, only appearing for a night or perhaps a few nights at a time. But a creature of nightmare can usually sense where they will turn up. So, the six of you, the th uh, Celestia calls in Scamp, Lisabeth, her son Henri, Fighty, uh, and I didn't actually mention it, but uh, there is also Elizabeth's uh, uh, pack horse, Bill. Oh. Uh, Yes, uh, Lisa, How's that Lisbeth's uh, pack, pack horse Beal uh, was uh, picked up, as it were, in a scene that ne that we didn't bother to air. Uh, <laughs> uh, on her way out of town, uh, she collected it from the Jimothy stables, uh, which are, of course, uh, mm. possibly... You, you never met them, but possibly run by uh, Jimothy Alcidian. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> How you, is Jimothy Alcidian? Who knows? Of who course. Knows? <laughs> so... Wasted opportunity there. Indeed. <laughs> Having crossed up to the uh, pass out of Jimothy, uh, out of the valley of Jimothy, and uh, melted away the remaining pieces of snow, most of which had already been shoveled out of the pass, you were able to cross out. It is the morning of the 7th of full, uh, of full frost. It takes you several hours to navigate the pass. Uh, descending down the mountain. It is a cold, frosty day. There's no snowfall right now, but uh, up here in the mountains, a lot of a lot of residual snow is still here, and in some places packed down into hard ice. But you can see stretching out below you to the south and uh, southeast uh, for miles and miles to come. The rolling hill. Uh, well, initially rolling hills and then just verdant fields of uh, Sewell. You can see even from this distance the fork of, uh, 
the forks of the tributaries of the river Arles uh, in its uh, winding bend down towards the sea and inevitably passing through the capital city of Alessant. You'll most likely need to go there. That's where, uh, that at least is where Lisbeth is heading uh, in order to chart passage to Kion or should you wish to take a land route uh, to go around as there are limited bridges that one may follow. Over the course of the journey, at least heading down to some of the foothill areas, you make your way down to the small Soulish town of Saint-Exupéry. Uh, it is it is, a, it is a small town, larger than Jimothy, but definitely uh, a mountain town. Uh, it is, it, it's, see, you get the feeling that this is probably the last stop before heading up into the Suncrest Range, where trade with the Dwarven clans might be possible, or perhaps visiting one of the many mountain villages uh, that serve as mining outposts. Uh, Lisa, Beth, turns to you. Ah, good. I'm glad we are here. Looking up, it's now early afternoon, you'd say. Uh, the sun is rolling on in the sky. Uh, I left our guards at the uh, Duck and Goose. Uh, if we should head there, we should be able to uh, connect with them and uh, have some security for our trip uh, onwards. Security would not go amiss, darling, to be honest. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were the security. Well, no, you no, must, no. your your assistance is very appreciated, but uh, I I did not come uh, across through the uh, somewhat treacherous roads at the moment without at least some bodyguards. Mm. After all, all manner of people might uh, want Bill, if well, some would might just want him for the f uh, for his meat, but uh, also have oh. quite a lot of valuable items on him right now. Yeah, he's a pony. Aforementioned war. Oh, the so, aforementioned war. Well, the war is over, but... Um, that means people are poor as shit, right? Exactly. And indeed, looking around uh, Sonic Zubri, you can see that this town has seen some better days. It's not completely dilapidated, but in stark contrast to the um, brightly coloured, well-maintained walls of Jimothy, uh, Sonic Zubri... The paint is peeling. There are broke. There are rooftops which are well not broken, in need of repair. Like you can see where the, a lot of the roof several there are missing roof tiles. Places where it, where they, in some of the poorer houses that are thatched, the you know the uh, the roofing is in dire need of replacement, and there are also not that many people around. You get the feeling that people are mostly keeping to their houses. Those that you do see. Are trudging. They're kind of their their posture slightly stooped, eyes sallow, and a little de uh, defocused. Um, you see one person actually scurrying towards their house, uh, hands hunched over what looks like a small sack of maybe grain. Has it always been this depressing, or is this the war? Uh, the the war has taken its tolls, although. In truth, it is more the taxes. Uh, the king has been extracting. Well, there's the the king has been taking a, a large amount of taxes for a long time. But I do not know if you are aware of this. We have had uh, 
I think the Regent is frowning upon this for some... Perhaps for the war. Certainly some great sin our people, or maybe just the king is committed. For we have had... Uh, we have had three poor harvests in a row now. Really? Mm. What, has stuff just been dying? Things don't uh, get like this overnight. No, I, I mean, I appreciate uh, where you come from. There's probably not, things do not work in the same way. But well, We don't uh, really have weather, so like poor harvest isn't... It's, it's just not really a problem when you don't have weather. one here... Uh, problems with a crop blight the second year. This year, uh, there, were ter- there were horrendous rains which uh, uh, ended up leaving much of the crops just sodden and rotting in the fields. God's weather is bullshit, isn't it? Oh, it can be, yes. Mm. I mean, I thought it was fun. This doesn't sound fun. Do you get insects in the Underdark? Is that a problem you have? Do we get insects in you the Underdark? You get so many insects. Quite you get big, big ones, insects, you get small imagine. insects. Mm. There are actually a lot of small insects which yeah. the bats eat. We do have all the fucking insects, darling. Yeah, that is a thing that happens. Mm. So that must make bad crops sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really from a farming community, so I don't really know. Regardless, uh, at first it meant uh, buying in food from elsewhere, but... Uh, well, there's, you can only continue doing that for so long uh, before people's pockets wow, run right. out and then yeah. the treasury runs out. And if you're running a war at the same time... Bollocks, basically. Hmm. Thing that... I think the phrase is uh, tax to the hilt. Mm. Wars are expensive. Out. Indeed they are. I'm glad this one is over, but she shakes her head. Come. Come on, Beale. Uh, and it is Beale, although that's more of an accent, so you could probably call this pony Bill if you wanted to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Definitely calling it Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and then abandon it outside of mine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fine. Bill's fine. Bill, Bill definitely is makes living... Bill is living his pony. best life somewhere. Yeah, I exactly. To manages to find his else. way back to the prancing pony, despite all of those dangers they crossed and that one mountain pass. <laughs> <laughs> He's living his best life. Yep, it's fine. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> um, the uh, so you head on in uh, to the duck and goose, which. Uh, has a ha- jaunty sign of uh, a duck dancing with a goose. Um, the, again, the paint's probably it probably needs repainting a little bit. It's been some time now. Uh, but looking through, you can see that um, yeah, the tavern. This particular tavern is uh, fairly large and kind of empty at the moment. It's one of those ones which has like a nice long sort of central half. Uh, the, it's kind of dr- to help heat up the large space between the stone walls. Uh, there's still some care that have gone into. You can see that the owner uh, has hung bun- just large bundles of, of dried herbs from the rafters uh, just to try and give the place a bit more of a pleasant smell. Uh, but nevertheless, there's the conspicuous absence of patrons for the most part, apart from 
six uh, individuals in um, just sort of heavy, kind of uh, thick woolen clo uh, 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 long coats uh, with, you see they have muskets, they have sabres, uh, and they look up and uh, uh, with acknowledgement upon your arrival, these are presumably the mercenaries that Lisabeth uh, hired mm. to serve as, as guards for her pack. Um, you can also see there is the uh, innkeeper, uh, the uh, human woman, brunette, quite got a very heavy, like thick eyebrow. Um, but yeah. just the one. <laughs> oh no 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 no! It's not a unibrow. Uh, <laughs> you didn't put an S on the end. Eyebrows, quite, quite a, kind of like a bit of a jutting forward brow, but and ah. thick eyebrows as well. Not one really um, thin one and one really thick one. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, that's quite a quite a slender sort of figure. Uh, but you can see where their clothes, while nice in places, have obviously been patched up a bit uh, here and there. Mm. She looks up uh, as you arrive. Hello, uh, welcome to the dark and goose. Uh, she cracks her drawer a little bit. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, Elizabeth, it's good to see you again. Uh, and I see you've brought friends. Uh, she looks a little peculiarly at the uh, tiefling. Drow, I'm a goat lord. Drow in the multicolored <laughs> in the in the flashy clothing. If assuming you've put your flashy clothing. Uh, back yes, on. of yep, course. In, in the flashy new clothing. town, I've got to dress appropriately. And <laughs> the halfling uh, who has two sabers, two pistols, a carbine, and a blunderbuss. Jesus Christ! We've never really addressed how oh, many weapons you're and, carrying. Oh, uh, and a sling staff as well. I'm assuming a lot <laughs> of them are strapped to your backpack, but. Yeah, like it's the sling stuff the definitely of the is. It's like the musical instruments now. You both look like you're <laughs> one yeah. man band kind of. You're thing. kind of armed to the teeth. Like you've acquired well, a few new 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 weapons recently and things like that. And this is the first time that so you've really acknowledged like someone in a, n a normal setting looking you up and down as if you are a heavily armed madman. <laughs> the, 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 the pistols are strung across bandoliers and. Um, <laughs> You look insane. Yeah. <laughs> you are a two foot ten man with six weapons on you. That is actually quite terrifying. <laughs> That's like, quite intimidating. I, I assume the, the carbine is slung across the back. The blunderbuss is probably slotted into a pack, into like it's a holster on the pack. But yep. still, that's two bandolier. That's two good pistols on a bandolier across your chest and two swords at your hip. It's a lot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've got a slingshot and a small knife. Yeah, I've just got loads of instruments. I also have a rapier and a gun, but mm. like I don't. Like imagine... comparatively speaking, also uh, I just imagine so... them sort of under the coat, the yeah. rapier and the gun. I don't yeah. think they're like, look at my fucking gun. I think yeah, you're like... also a little bit more concealed. Yeah. it's practically impossible for Corson to conceal how many weapons he's carrying. <laughs> um, at least not without some very impressive sleight of hand checks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look at <laughs> she kind of looks you up and down. I see you have uh, brought on more guards. <laughs> Yes, I'm very scary. I'm not a god, I'm a musician. I'm just going to roll Grr. to see if she even, even knows what you might be. Grr. She <laughs> genuinely seems a little unnerved. Grr. Yeah, they're very scary, it's a problem. The uh, 
one of the guards uh, looks uh, up and you can see he's uh, kind of got a uh, dark sort of hair, uh, dark hair, pale skin, kind of a mead mirrorish look to him actually. Um, and he calls out, So long as you're still g uh, planning on uh, paying us our agreed fee, Elizabeth? Of course, it is, will not be a problem. Mm. Alright, just a thought. Um, we should probably have a look around this town and see if anybody's seen a mad cannibal man. I suppose, yeah. Mm. Uh, I turn to the barmaid. You haven't seen a mad cannibal man, have you? No, no, I have uh, not seen any mother cannibal man. Um, she looks up. Uh, she she looks up, and you see actually she has folded up by one side where she was uh, uh, cleaning out a mug. Uh, there is a rolled up newspaper. It says, "Unless it is in uh, the newspaper." I'm going to have a look at the newspaper. Thank you very much. Um, also, could I have a whiskey, please, if you have any, or whatever you have. It's fine. Very well. That will be uh, five copper pieces. Of course. Uh, make Milk, a... please. And two for you. Make an intelligence check. What, me? Anyone who wants to. Okay. Natural strength. Yeah, this is woefully overcharging for what this should be. I don't say anything. It's sure. fine. Yeah. <laughs> like... Just zero work. Um, it's about twice the price it should be. Um, I'm going to overpray so slightly anyway. Wouldn't you give wouldn't, a shit. You wouldn't give a shit. No, but but really like, you do notice, at least. Um, so the newspaper appears to be a copy of the Alessant Enquirer. Mm -hmm. um, it is dated the 2nd of Full Frost. Mm -hmm. The title, the headline is Convention of Estates Enter... Sorry, I'll do this. Convention of Estates enters 20th day of deliberation. Um, uh, it seems to be a piece Thank on you, how the uh, three estates of the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the nominally form the ruling uh, classes, well, sort of ruling classes of Seoul, uh, the, estate of uh, the estate of nobles, the estate of bishops, and the estate of the commons, uh, have been called to get uh, are still debating over uh, tax uh, and governmental reforms with no sign of consensus whatsoever after 20 days of discussion wow. oh, uh, the state of the commons is growing increasingly frustrated with uh, king leon the 13th's demands uh, for higher taxes there's a opinion piece commenting on how there's uh, from the perspective of the working man there is nothing else to ta left to tax Maybe, uh, and there is a, there is quite a stinging piece uh, suggesting maybe if they could lift some of the tax exemptions for the church or the nobility, the, you know, they could actually get something into the treasury's pockets. That also sounds mm. very familiar. Yeah, <laughs> so much. Yeah. But, uh, and the rest of it is, is, appears to just be small, lo uh, small gossip pieces about uh, events happening in Alessant and the surrounding provinces. Well, nothing about mad cannibals in here. But it's from a few um, days ago, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, what's gossip? the date? Today would be the uh, the seventh. It's the seventh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is this a weekly paper? Maybe uh, bi-weekly, by the looks of things. So I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, no, the is uh, daily, but uh, we are some distance from Alessant. It takes a while True. for them to get here. Fair. Mm. Yeah, and the mad cannibal's probably here rather than there. 
Yeah, so I what is this about the mad cannibal you are talking about? There's a mad cannibal running around. We're looking for him. It's a man with um. Oh my God, out of character, has his head stitched on as well. Yep. Man with a yeah. stitched on head. I suppose you've seen him, have you? Stitched on she with like hemp. She looks down yeah. at the whiskey she's just given you. Have you drunk any of it yet? Yeah, I've had a little bit. The whiskey's Picks fine. Picks it up, sniffs it. Well, it's the usual stuff. <laughs> nice. Um, have you seen a man with a stitched on head? No, I have not seen a man with a stitched on head. Any like weird, weird crime going thing. on? Um. Anyone gone missing? Crime, magic things. Not uh, really to, that I'm aware of. Uh, we'll see if she's heard anything. Yeah, nothing today. Um... No, not that I'm aware of on the subject of uh, cannibals with stitched on heads. Right. Um, you wouldn't miss the fella, trust me. No, you really wouldn't. Wait, uh, there is one fellow uh, who came in. Uh, I put about uh, about uh, oh, is it about three hours ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I gave him some strong li- liquor and sent him. Uh, to uh, see the local uh, doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, gibbering about um, running out of uh, those, uh, the woods up in the mountains, you know, as they say, they are haunted. Yeah. And uh, yeah. people uh, and his companions all getting uh, uh, hanged by some sort of monster in the woods. Right. Don't that worry. could be yeah. helpful. Where's the doctors? Ah. Uh, you want to go speak to uh, Pierre, and she gives you directions down the street. Okay. What did this man look like that came in? Ah, uh, sort of. Uh, Uniform. Was it? She basically gives you a description of the man that you saw uh, that uh, that uh, that, uh, that you rescued, mm. or at least okay. uh, cut down. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Now that you think about it, he did run straight out of the woods, whereas you guys went back to Jimothy first. So. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might not be helpful, actually, because I think we've talked to him already, if it's that guy. I don't know if he'd have much to add. Not really, apart from he ran away from him before. But surely, I mean, he, Stringersmith needs a town, doesn't he? So he can get more food and stuff and eat people. Oh, so... he pipes up. He needs a town. Ta- he'll need some sort of town, but um, he also needs to find somewhere that another gate is going to pop up. It'll pop up somewhere close to a town. They usually do. Um, but it'll also help if there's somewhere that's uh, a little bit. It'll help if there's somewhere that's a little bit uh, weaker, as it were, and the you know anywhere that's had weird stuff happen in its past is like the walls of things are going to be a little bit thinner. Will be easier for for a gate to form. Weird stuff in the past. What so? You think he's going to want a gate because he's going to want to go back into the Dreamfold? He's got to. It, you need to be able, like, and he's a he's a thing of the uh, of dreams, and he, the fighty is kind of hunched in close, and he's having a whispered conversation. But again, because of the limitations of the microphone, uh, I'm yeah. Yeah. not doing this too whispered. So he's he's definitely not including the random barkeep from his perspective or the soldiers. I'd kind of assume <laughs> those guys. So nice. yeah, in this uh, yeah. highly classified thing that he's magically compelled not to tell to strangers. I kind of assume that once yeah. we started talking about the Dreamfold, like explicitly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which yeah, probably yeah, sticks kind of, it. Oh, hustled him. Um, so, yes, to, I, if he was able to travel to and from a few times, he'd be able to. The more time, the more he's able to eat 
things from our world, the longer he can sustain himself in it. But he's got to go back to the Dreamfold eventually because he is a creature of the Dreamfold. Mm. Now, if he were to able, if he were able to do this again and again over a long time, it might be that he could reach a stage where he could go month, you know, weeks or months or even years without having to return back in. And I think that's kind of the deal with stuff like the Despiser of Song and so on. Stuff mm. that's been, you know, in our world for so long it can just survive here. But But even that might have to pop back now and then, is what you're saying. I think with something like the Despiser just being near the Jimothy portals enough. Okay. Which is probably why it's still in those woods. Mm. But um, for something like that's relatively newborn, for want of a better word, like... Uh, uh, like Smith, you're, he's going to need to be able to get physically back into the Dreamfold at least for a sh- for overnight every now and again in order to breathe the air, as it were. You know, drink the drink the waters of the river. Mm. Uh, or would eventually, he have any, would sorry, he have any innate ability to know where a portal is likely to fall? Oh yes, you know how I can kind of sense where one is. That's from years of training. The, but that it's entirely instinctual to um to nightmare creatures right they'll always be able to tell where the nearest one is likely to form okay so he's on foot so he can't have got that far away from jimothy but he probably wouldn't go back to the one in jimothy would he well he can't the uh weaver the weaving widow would uh, spin the wood so that he couldn't get back in cool so he can't go back to the one in jimothy so we're looking for towns that aren't that far away that have had weird stuff happen. Yes, and the past. Uh, don't know. I'm not really familiar with this part of Seoul. Like on the previous times I've been here, I kind of popped into Jimothy, had got a few drinks, and then popped back out again. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's something I can ask the barmaid without it being a problem. She already thinks I'm weird. That's certainly true. She does think you're I'm weird. I'm gonna go up to the bar. Hello, uh, would you care for another uh, whiskey? Um, yeah, go on. Um, uh, another three copper? Yeah, of course. Um, also, another question, another strange question. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any towns that have a bit of a weird reputation for a strange shit happening around here? <laughs> weird reputation? Uh, I mean, it's funny you should mention that. Uh, uh, this is a bit of an old uh, fairy story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as it I were. Like stories. Um, so these ones have uh, well, a couple of. It's about a day and a half uh, uh, journey down. You know, maybe two days if you have a lot of trouble going down the hills in towards uh, towards uh, the plains uh, of uh, Benemont. Um, Lisa Bet keeps him. Uh, Benemont is uh, the name of the province we are in. Ah, the uh, 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 y- yes, uh, it. Uh, I remember there was uh, in Benoitville. There was uh, there's a small wood outside the town, and it's always been associated uh, with uh, uh, you know fairy tales, uh, ah. strange things living in the woods. Uh, uh, silver-haired uh, princes riding unicorns who uh, take uh, young uh, unwa- unwise uh, shepherds away to their castle and marry them. Um, this wood sounds great fun. Mm, um, but also, uh, you know, um, trolls and such. And 
all manner of uh, fairy tale things. Uh, apparently, uh, but I do remember that uh, I was my cousin's ex-girlfriend's boyfriend. Uh, he claimed to have once gone. Uh, into a lot of the steps woods. in that, in that <laughs> and, relationship. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, to have once gone into that wood and uh, found uh, uh, a fairy circle, like a like a set of old standing stones, uh, and he said once, if you looked at it just the right way, you could uh, you could see uh, uh, some sort of place, perhaps where the uh, unicorn riding princes come from. Mm. That is actually very helpful. But, uh, yes, that is, uh, that's the weirdest thing I can think of. Uh, and uh, looking at your uh, apt, well, Elizabeth's map, you can see where Benoitville uh, is on, uh, is in rough, and you can kind of work out the route to get there. I should warn you, uh, the roads are particularly not safe out there right now. There is, Good uh, to know. Uh, there have been reports of a band of uh, deserters from the uh, 33rd Infantry. 33rd. Mm. And, uh, of course, the army is nowhere to be seen. Uh, the Comte uh, is in uh, Alessandre for the convention, so he is not around. And... <laughs> Regent for things that the barons should leave their chateau and actually do something to help. Of course. Mm. He rolls her eyes. I don't suppose uh, the three of you would be looking for a room for the night. Or three rooms. I'm not sure how long we're staying. Ah. Um, so I'll... But if we are, we'll, we can Shit. stay here. It's a little crestful one. Ah, we'll d- double check with our travelling companions. She gives you a thin smile and carries on cleaning the mugs. The mugs are clean. It seems she's just doing this for something to do. Right. <laughs> oh, I've been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so much. So I guess I come back over and relay all of this. Mm. Right. So. When did we sleep last? I don't really remember anything. You last. You recall. You vaguely recall sleeping just before sunset the previous day. Yeah. Uh, we could probably so do maybe a rest we should before we head off. Maybe we but should. We should get. If this is where he's going, we need to get there. Mm. How on earth do you pronounce that? I'm sorry. The uh, town that... Benoisville. Ben, Benoisville. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I was looking at the word on the page yep, and I just couldn't... It looks like Benoit's Villa. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I know you didn't say that. <laughs> so, because Sulian and you don't pronounce half the uh, letters in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My GCSE Sulian's not coming in very much handy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Heaven for Fen, we go into uh, the uh, we go south of uh, Vondion and, and and reach the town of Quan, which is definitely not Coin. Quan, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah, <laughs> or or over to the coast where it's what is it, Coquil? Oh yes, Coquil. <laughs> oh, right. Coquil. Oh, um, I'm sorry if we have any French stowaways fucking hell. Oh yeah, I am butchering your beautiful language. <laughs> I mean, I was already butchering the like 
maybe Parisian, who knows, accent, but I'm definitely going to, I am going to butcher your language so badly during this arc. Enjoy that. It'll never be as bad as my GCSE French speaking exam. Sweet as Oh, speaking exams at GCSE, very bad stuff. I've... My brother just spoke English and somehow passed. What? But... What? Oh, he just, the, the person kept like gesturing to try and tell him what to do. He's like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I no, God, no. I just I vague... a D, which is technically a pass. Technically, it is. Yeah. I vaguely it's like you know the days of uh, je suis un cochon d'Inde. Le petit déjeuner, c'est donc... Je vais au tennis. Yes. <laughs> petit oiseau, très joli. <laughs> oh, I know monkey. I can at least do Jeff. Yeah, la souris à dessous de table. J'ai un songe. Le chant, c'est dans le chant. Okay, right, that's Anglais. enough. That's enough. Un songe. That's enough murdering a French monkey. language. <laughs> 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 Moving Ooh, swiftly onwards. <laughs> I've forgotten how to pronounce it again. I'm sorry. Benoit I know this is sick. Yeah. Yeah. That one. <laughs> so, we have a nap. If Elizabeth doesn't mind, maybe we drop into Benoitsville on our way to Alessandre? Uh, we pretty much have to. Uh, it is uh, The Benazville is uh, is where you... Well, it's quite close to the bridge over to Freridon, and uh, we need we need to use the bridge to cross the Alle. Okay. So it is pretty much the direction we are going anyway. That works. Um, did we want we to do sending and check... Yeah, we should do sending before we nap, if we want to check in with people. Agreed. Yes. Let's see how, yeah. uh, think, how Molly and Vig are doing. It's currently about one o'clock in the afternoon. So mm-hmm. if you okay. if you go for a full rest, a long rest, you, it's going to be about nine at night when you when you when you set go that. Okay. My sleep cycle's fucked. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> it might be bad um, to travel at night. No, how should we do this? Is it safe to sleep on the road? Uh, can we camp? We can camp. Uh, we'll need to hold watches, but uh, that is what I have guards for. We do that all the time, anyway. Um, also, there may, if we, there should be. Uh, hopefully, there, uh, I believe there is a halfway house. Uh, actually, call it the halfway house. Um, about uh, halfway between here and uh, Benoitsville, which we should be able to reach after seven or so hours of travel. So we can sleep okay. there. That doesn't mm. sound too bad. I mean, that, that is... might be a good idea. That is why you have halfway houses. <laughs> um, before we leave town, though, is there anywhere that sells magic books? The, the, if you ask... If you ask uh, I mean, which person are you asking this to? Um, well... Probably to Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth, uh, yeah. initially. Elizabeth, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is a small mountain town. Um, you would need to go to the capital for that sort of thing. I mean, unless there's, there just happens to be a wizard uh, who's retired here, and I know for a fact there is not. Um, okay. No, that is uh, a very specialist Crazy thing. Crazy talk. Yes. Hmm. You I had think, to uh, ask, but it was no, unlikely. I appreciate it, but uh, no. This is. Uh, I think if there was such a thing here, it would have been sold for food some time ago. Mm. Yeah. And so, uh, 
obviously uh, keep uh, what is the uh, Syrian uh, stun on uh, what we're carrying yes of course I have no idea what we're carrying so that's fine good I don't <laughs> actually know either I've just realized so maybe we just keep it that way oh good <laughs> she's not although I'm better at lying than telling the truth so <laughs> <laughs> oh well Henri who is this, this kind of been just sucking on sweets that you've given him this whole time tugs at your uh, 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 at your uh, waistcoat uh, scamp have you got any more of those uh, sweets? Elizabeth is like, no, I've had too many sweets as it is. <laughs> I would like to sleight of hand him some sweets. Like, <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> That's a 14. It's higher than her passive perception. You slip him some sweets. Brilliant. She shakes her head. And, oh, no more sweets for you, young man. <laughs> oh, no. But I like the sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go up to the bartender? Yeah. <laughs> do you do packed lunches? Ah, yes, or... we do. Uh, ah, yes, we do. Uh, let me... It uh, would be uh, six copper pieces for... Uh, for all of you. Uh, let us call it a silver piece for a uh, solid packed lunch for all of you. Excellent. Here you go, and I give her a gold and then walk away. Oh, that's and she immediately stuffs it into the cleavage, um, <laughs> and uh, packs out. You get the feeling that in better times this would have been a hearty lunch. It's actually a little small, but she does manage to get a small slice of pie, um, bulked out with a lot of bread. There's definitely some turnip in that bread. Uh, mm, um, yeah. Uh, just a li- some thin slices of preserved sausage, like like proper like charcuterie types, um, and uh, some sw- uh, and a couple and some jars of uh, sauerkraut, <laughs> and also uh, a, a cup, uh, just like a hand a, for each of you, a small bottle of beer. Okay, I'm gonna um, have my whiskey glass back with a gold in it. She uh, stuffs that into a Just give her a wink and just wander away. She goes to pour you another, realises what's happening, slips that into a cleavage as well. Uh, Thank you, you're welcome, so come back anytime. (laughs) (laughs) If we're back in the town, we'll stay in your inn. Please do. (laughs) It is also the only inn in town, so... (laughs) 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 So really, please do. (laughs) I turn to the other two and go, I didn't even know towns came this small. Like, is this a thing yeah. on the surface? Do you get towns just this tiny? So, with your uh, with your lunches now packed, you uh, uh, head out and uh, begin. I believe you're pretty much uh, uh, one last thing. Were you planning to sleep here, or you just you're, 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 or you no? Got, or I you think we no, we're going to sleep on the road. Okay. Yeah, at the halfway house. Just, All right, yeah, in which case, you head yeah. on, searching out to head towards the halfway house. So. As you head out, you begin to make your way <coughs> further down the path, the pass, in fact, leading down towards the, hopefully, the halfway house between Saint Exubery and Benoisville. As you carry on, 
you're still in the foothills of the Suncrest Range, although very swiftly these highlands are, are are turning to rolling field. And now that you get closer, you can see things are not well. The fields, for the most part, are barren and empty, and that's not too surprising given the winter that you're currently in. But here and there you see signs of burnt-out farmsteads, places where fields have been torched. Every now and again you'll pass figures working to grow winter turnips or extract what they can from the land, but it looks you can see that things have been pulled up early. Everything brought in, uh, stored in the in in barns as best they can. There are few livestock in the fields, and those you see, the herds are thin, and not nearly enough young animals amongst them. There's a sense of gloom of people just trying to get by. And those that you do see turn quickly if they're traveling on the path to stay out of your way, you and the six soldiers you brought with you. Um, others in the fields markedly hide or just keep their distance best as they can. Assuming that um, you have no interest in inquiring as to these uh, small villages you pass, and I don't imagine you would, um, although, correct me if I'm wrong. Nah. Mm. Not especially. No. Not when you... there's a man out there hagging people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you pass yeah that's probably what we're more going to be focused on. And yeah, over the course of the next three hours, um, the sun grows lower in the sky until around four o'clock, a little after four o'clock, the sun sets and you find yourself trekking onwards through the dark. Causing. Yep. You don't have the best night vision. Um, so, unusually for once, uh, Celestia is actually actually spots this before you do. Oh my god, I spot something? <laughs> yeah. Fuck! Jesus, whoa, well, calm down! <laughs> yeah, well, applying a minus five to your passive perception cause and actually brings you below Celestia's. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Celestia has dark vision. Although, at uh, this distance, it's kind of a, it's a bit hit and miss either way. Yeah, I've got 120 feet, but yeah. As you're making your way through uh, a, pass, a path that heads between uh, two high rises leading down towards um, the lower slopes of uh, Benamont. Thirsty, you notice that there are a cluster of figures uh, standing in the road. You can see where they have turned over a couple of carts to serve as cover. And it looks like there's about six uh, figures. Most of them, five of them, kind of holstered behind the cover. You can see the telltale outline, just glint, uh, just the telltale glint of steel in the moonlight of muskets uh, in play there. One is standing in, in the middle between the sort of space between the two carts, and you can see how they can 
kind of roughly push or pull the carts uh, open or closed to increase or decrease the amount of space between their impromptu barrier. Uh, and is standing there, you know, has a musket just on his shoulder, but you can also see he has a flashy looking sabre at his belt and is clearly just waiting for people to come. At this distance, um, I will say, because you guys haven't been moving especially stealthily, uh, and you are travelling with the soldiers, you do see that they've definitely clocked your arrival, just as you've clocked them. You're currently, I would say, because of the arrangement of things, you're about 200 feet away. Hmm. How many of them are there, sorry? You can see five behind the uh, the, the little wagon, uh, turned over wagon barricade, and one standing kind of in the middle as presumably some sort of spokesperson. Mm-hmm. So I, I can go stop. Look over there. We've got company. Are we within hearing range? Do you think Is it worth shouting to them? Because I'm having a really bad range. day. And, well, we're not that far from fireball range. Yeah. Might be worth giving them a bit of a warning. Mm hmm. I've had I a really bad day. That if I were you. I mean, certainly, uh. Certainly, I'm all for firing a warning shot if they get uppity, but, um. I mean, do they, do they look hostile, like, immediately? Yeah. The, looking at them, you can see they are, they do seem, the one that you can see, uh, you know, they're, they're not exactly tra- training their, I mean, they're training their muskets on you, but not so much in a, we're about to fire as a, in a, we want you to know that we've got our muskets trained on you way. The well, one in the centre. the road. Yeah, they're blocking the road. Yeah. The one in the centre you can see is dressed out in the navy uh, blue of a uh, Sulian, uh, looks like. Maybe a corporal's uniform. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. More deserters. Yeah. Um, hello. <laughs> hello. We've Re- had a really bad day, and I don't really want to kill you all. Could you let us through, please? <laughs> Make an intimidation check. <laughs> oh, dear. Is over there? Uh, yes. Sorry, I just need to check the range on something. Uh, I'm very intimidating with a nine. <laughs> oh, man. You see, it looks over. <laughs> I'm going to chuck a fireball bolt in the air. Okay. Okay. They, they, you see them... Like, directly up. Like, react suddenly. Please! <laughs> just going to see if this is loud enough for... I'm asking nicely! Calls in, you can you can just faintly make out muttering from one of them. You can just kind of make out the, the one and go, Oh, by the regent, it looks like they have a mage. All right, make sure. It's fine. Make sure to target that one. Now, now! And you, they call from the far end. You can see uh, this fellow kind of grinning a little bit. <laughs> the... There's no need to be too hasty, although I should warn you, there are 30 of us and we have you surrounded. Uh, Can I see how much he's lying? Make an insight check. (laughs) Because I don't believe him. Um, That is a 22. 
you have a feeling he's probably exaggerating those numbers a bit. <laughs> I don't uh, think you count very well. <laughs> I mean, we can solve this through uh, fire and lead if you wish, but all we are asking is a simple toll of any food or valuables you may be carrying, and we'd be very happy to let you on your way. Yeah, fuck off. How far away is he? They're 200 feet away. 200 feet. So are they close enough to, like, see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you okay. can see them. They can see this you. This doesn't have a range on it, and okay. it's all about appearance. Okay. So that is your choice as, D- as DM as to whether I'm close enough. Fair enough. If, if it says it's all about appearance... I assume if they can see and hear me, this would work. Okay. Yeah. But it's... You can read you the description if you want to. You are within projected voice range. Cool. Um, so I am going to kind of just toss my hair back for a second it's almost like I breathe the rainbow spirit in and it sort of glows out of my eyes glows out of hair like there's a small sort of yeah there's a small sort of like hum in the air and um, it's the mantle of majesty ability if anybody listening is interested uh, because we've just leveled up yeah and I'm going to say, come on, darling, I really don't think you want to mess with us here. You should probably just let us pass. And I'm going to cast Command. Ooh. Okay. So, um, as you kind of... Uh, you, you So, okay, so you're casting Command. Let me get Blaze Handbook. I, think um, it's I believe a, it's a wisdom save. It's a wisdom save. Is it only... You've got Xanathar's there. I don't. Uh, what are the restrictions you casting command here? Um, I think it's only I one, one character at a time. As a bonus action, I can cast command without expending a spell slot. Yep. Um, I think it's one, but I'm directing it at him who's been talking to us. So okay, I wasn't, so you're I wasn't doing him. it as a general so thing. So can you repeat me the wording again? You were commanding him to flee, was that? Um, I said you better let us pass. Let us pass. Okay, yeah. that's your command. So this is a wisdom save. They seem a little unnerved by the glowing rainbow eyes. Uh, I need to check the the timing on command because if this lasts six seconds, something is very interesting going to happen. I have no idea. Yeah, it's this last. This is a one round. Until they've done it, isn't it? Yeah. Typical on the The command is they can't follow. The spell ends. The command must follow this command on its next turn. Once the command is completed, the then goes. But all right, that's enough for him to go. Right, maybe he's on a little bit of a tangle. All right, the wagons. He looks up. Up for a moment. No funny business, though. Kind of. You see this the the five kind of pull one of the wagons yeah, open. I'm keeping the appearance thing up. I can do it for up to a minute. So, okay. Yeah. And you quite tensely all move forwards with your little group of uh, <laughs> a, 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 with your little escort of soldiers and the ants Biel uh, <laughs> passing through. Uh, Bill is currently uh, carrying uh, Henri in a little papoose. <laughs> for, the, for this particular journey that's really um, cute <laughs> but they're yeah. like riding the pack horse uh, and it's quite tense but you carry on through just for the hell of it um, now that you're a bit closer I'll say actually uh, 
roll for them as well. Yeah, Corzin, as you're direct, as you get through, you're now close enough to see the uh, half dozen musketmen up on the sides of the hill that was uh, that were con in concealed positions. Guns still trained. Right. Mm -hmm. Still not thirty, but yeah, they had some that you didn't see. Mm. Enough that if we had thrown a fireball in there, we wouldn't have got. All you wouldn't have gotten. You've gotten all the ones on the ground. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Not the ones up in hiding. You carefully make your way past and as soon as you're out, as you turn the bend and get out of sight you kind of uh julia uh, uh, elizabeth says uh yes perhaps uh, we put a bit of a move on because i do not know how long this I've thing got, lasts I've, for but first time i've done it but maybe like maybe like a minute don't have that much longer okay, um, let's, and uh, also let's, don't uh, know how how long uh, he'll do what we tell him to so okay let's uh, <laughs> yeah. just uh, double time this and <laughs> you begin uh, quickly moving your way down before but 30 seconds later, as you're going down, you hear a voice go, Wait, what the fuck? Okay, go, hurry, run. You scurry away, and there there are a couple of parting sort of shots. As fast as you can, though. Yeah, but you're in the dark, outside of their ambush spot. They're unwilling to leave it. They they don't pursue extensively. How long's it been since I cast Mage Armor? Oh, it's been about... You cast it... How long did it take us to get from Jimothy to the town? Oh, it took you to get from Jimothy to the town about three hours. It's been like uh, like seven hours. Well, I'm going to recast it. <laughs> okay, you recast Mage Armor. Yeah, because it's, it's got eight hours on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You continue heading on, uh, keeping the pace up at a, at a brisk hustle for a good 10, 15 minutes before letting uh, things slow down, before slowing down again to a more sustainable pace. Checking Look at that, we didn't kill anyone. Yeah. We're getting good at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah non-violent solutions, you know. Because I... we tried last time and all but one of them died. Yeah, so. that did happen. Um, that wasn't really our fault, though, was no, it? It, was it wasn't our fault that we killed all those monstrosity. people. I did tell a guy to leave and that caused his death. Um, yeah, but you didn't tell him to die, did you? No, I was thinking it. Yes, but you didn't say it is the important thing. <laughs> he was a bad man. He was. That he was. She, Elizabeth, kind of shakes a little, shudders a little bit. You all right? I knew him for a number of years. I'm sorry. Sorry. She looks over. Omri is kind of dozed off in the papoose. He's just fine. He's a bastard kidnapped my son. Yeah. yeah, you can't stand for that sort of thing, really, can you? Yeah, no. no. Yeah, I know you're making that okay. It was a twat. <clears throat> Still, thank you for uh, talking our way through that. I, uh, while perhaps we would have been able to give them a run for their money, and uh, at this point... Oh, no, uh, we'd have killed them all. One of the yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we would have done <laughs> one of the uh, the same sort of meadmirish fellow uh, amongst the gods says for my part I'm um, we're mostly here as a deterrent sorry we are mostly here as a deterrent so um, not having to fight always a good thing for us you know I quite like not fighting it's great isn't it mm. yeah we don't manage it very often. You know this sort of thing. Like we we're fine with this. We're not we're not really on the on the contract where we go out and hunt 
bandits, that sort of thing. That would, we would, for one thing, we would charge a lot more, and uh, for uh-huh. another, we would take a lot more people. Like this is, you know, we there are only half a dozen of us. Yeah, yeah it's not that many. No, we um, probably want like uh, what is the what is the usual company policy for this? Uh, one of the other guys. Uh, we would send about uh, thirty people through. Yeah, uh, yes, for thirty people for something like that. Numbers, you cool. know. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I suppose bandits wouldn't take you on if you had fucking thirty people, would they? Well, yes. I mean, you know, a lot of what we do is trying to encourage people not to attack us. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of the idea of be of guarding. Sounds great. There's a reason why <laughs> we certainly succeeded in that today. Hmm. Hmm. Um, he he just... looks appreciatively up and down at your ver- at your armaments uh, causing. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, can't pull that trick until I've slept again. That was um, quite taxing. I've got, oh. I've got a few other things I can do. Um, but, yeah, didn't really even know I could do that. And now I'm quite tired. So You do notice that the uh, ever since you've passed through the Dreamfold, all of the spirits seem a little more active, a little more vibrant than before. The Ooh. the the uh, pride spirit is just a little bit more resplendent. It's a little bigger. The colours are I more say, scintillating. Can I say it's grown. Yeah, it's like, mm, yeah. It's nice. The ambivalent octopus um, seems somehow just a little bit more present in some ways. It seems there's there's uh, there's more of a there's no less decision in its gaze, but perhaps a little <laughs> bit more acuity. It's more solid. <laughs> yeah, it seems a bit more solid. And you notice that the other, like, kind of fish element spirit, uh, uh, like, you know, f- elements of fish type spirits seem to now orbit and revolve around it a bit more. Hmm. Okay. Oh, like they're its moons. Hmm. That's really cute. <laughs> Something about passing through the Dreamfold seems to have affected in the, them in some way. Um, and you feel like perhaps over time this. You know, this may develop in some manner. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, as you you continue on traveling through the uh, darkness to come, after a little bit more travel, you finally had a point where you're just coming now to the very edge of the hills. You reach the last foothill and you can just see in the distance the... Uh, the tall form kind of solitary along the road and there are roads here they they're a little potholy in places could do with some repair work but uh, you can see the tall form of what looks like a three-story coaching inn with associate with an associated stable mm. um it's kind of hard to make out a lot of details in the uh darkness you know you have spotted it like a good thousand feet off or so but give me a perception check. I mean, let's call at this distance. Uh, there's no really any advantage or disadvantage for not for having dark vision or yeah. not because the moon is out. Okay. Natural twenty it's just again. A high DC. Nice. That's my second natural twenty in a row. Nice. Perception. Uh, fifteen. Okay. Causing you uh, look down. You can see the first thing that strikes you is it is. About seven in the evening right now. Maybe no, closer to eight probably. You, you know, you're you're getting. Uh, actually, no, it's the halfway house, and I said you left at one. Yeah, it's it's, cl- it's nearly eight. It's nearly eight o'clock in the evening. So it's been dark now for about four hours, but mm-hmm. it's you know it's still not that late. Uh, 
There's no lights on. Oh. There, like, there are no candles lit that you can see. There's not even the telltale glimmers that you would see of lights inside through wooden shutters. Celeste, uh, you and Celestia, you can peering down. Like, you've got really keen eye. Uh, like, I mean, not not generally as keen eyes as Corzin's, but this is kind of darkness. It's yeah, where you, it's my thing. you know, yeah. it's it's what you've grown up with, and you can just and you can see a little bit more detail. The door is open. Um, hanging off one hinge parts of the roof are gone it's you couldn't you can't really tell the color because of the moonlight and the darkness but you can and you know you notice the stable is empty yeah this shows every sign of having recently been fired sections of it are of the roof are missing it seems to the the, the exterior is blackened and charred I'm going to turn to, the, uh, turn to all of them and go, oh, that place has been recently burnt. It's fucked. Okay, so... Couldn't have been the, the deserters back there, could it? Why, though? Like, did, it have a, did it have a lot to steal? When times are this bad, um, if they have anything to steal, it might have been enough. Perhaps they were... Ex- perhaps they didn't... They refused to pay up. And so they set fire to maybe. it out of just... Or maybe they got bored. Men, when they... Uh, sometimes soldiers, uh, men and women, when they when they are frustrated, they will take their frustrations out with fire. Are they likely to still be around? The only way, the only way I can think of would be is for... Uh, to come check to go check if we want to see if there are any survivors but uh, she looks a little reticent at that do you want to wait here with the guards and we'll go a little more subtly the guard um, you've heard Lisbeth refer to him as, uh, as Ivan so <laughs> says I am entirely in support of that we will stay here and protect the po- uh, the person who is paying us hmm. I was thinking more the child but yeah that's cool too uh, it doesn't look hopeful for survivors, but I suppose we can have a look. And even if there aren't, it might be a safe place, to, safer place to stay tonight. Agreed. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it looks at least a bit it's fucked, covered. but there might be something, you know, that we can hide in. Well, at least they're not going to charge us. Yay! Please, <laughs> 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 the gives you a look. <laughs> Sorry, gallows humour. Right, let's go and look at the whole burnt-out building. Under the circumstances, I feel a little weird about that phrasing, but okay. Yeah, maybe not gallows. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, fuck, shit. (laughs) Causing just sort of face palms. (laughs) You head down. Stealthily. Stealthily. Give me stealth checks, please. Uh, I'm going to stick my hood up. Oh, bollocks. Oh, I'm in my mm. stupid clothes, aren't I? Do I have advantage oh, because no. of my boots? <laughs> you do. That's okay. um, uh, with disadvantage because I'm flashy. That's a one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 16. Which makes it a four, 13. but it's still a one. A one's a one. Yeah, a one's mm-hmm. a one. Okay. So, the three of you are oh, and fighty. 
Fighty's oh yeah, Fighty's been very quiet. Fighty um, has you know been just quite. It's been weird. a long day. It's I'm going to say long... we left Jeffrey with the child, throwing yes. that out there. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Jeffrey's looking after him. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey is indeed uh, down with the child, uh, be looking after the child, so to speak, mostly just eating nuts. Um, Jeff uh, and uh, Fighty, if I just quickly check Fighty's stats, I think. Ah, thank goodness for those gloves. Still an eight, though. It's all right, I've ruined it with a one anyway. (laughs) Fighty in his bright red clothes uh, is still less uh, visible than Celestia, who is literally reflecting moonlight off the the silver highlights on her long purple pants. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That is happening. Also, uh, polka dot neckerchief and skin tight. Like just, you can so. just faintly hear under her breath. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Celestia. <laughs> so I didn't even realise I was doing that out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're still talking in a normal volume. Okay. <laughs> I'm shutting up. It's happened. Okay. As you head up closer, you can see here and there there are places where the flames have spared. Just little bits of wood or stone, but for the most part, this building has been thoroughly burned to the... uh, uh, Well, not all the way to the ground. A lot of it's still standing, but it has been thoroughly fired. Both front and and rear doors show signs of being uh, forced open. There are... You catch sights of bloodstains in the wood. Um, There are places where there's... uh, And the, the mark of fire is all around it. You begin approaching. Um, as you move in to get a, be- a closer look, would you prefer? Uh, are you guys going from the front or the back? I would say the back. Okay. Like, what do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, that seems sensible enough. Yeah. Okay. So you approach from the back. Uh, no sign. I mean, no sign of bodies in the exterior of the building. Mm-hmm. But you can't haven't gotten a good look in the interior yet. All right, uh, approaching with caution then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The in high order, so we can see. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, you can actually see there are you, approaching from the back. You you can see the stables as well. There are signs of there are dragging signs as if uh, large forms were pull uh, were were pulled away. There are some hoofprint signs. It seems. Yeah, uh, uh, so it looks like there are some hoofprint signs we can see things were led away or fled at uh, some rate. In other places, you can see where bodies have been dragged and then picked up, um, but not necessarily human or or halfling-sized bodies. Uh, This seems more like a desire to avoid wasting meat. Um, As you head up towards the back door, Celestia, there is a the, foot, the only warning you get is a sudden crunching sensation beneath your foot. Is The thing is, a lot of the debris has littered the back garden, uh, the sort of uh, back area of the uh, tavern, and you feel a sudden sinking sensation. Give me a dexterity save. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, that's not very good. Um, that's a 14. No, 15. Sorry. Okay, you just managed to leaf out of the way before the uh, beer cellar door. Uh-huh. Uh, which was uh, which is one of those sort of like outside storm shelter type doors. Oh yeah, uh, collapses beneath your foot, 
and you avoid falling down into the beer uh, cellar below. <laughs> there is, a, however, a large <laughs> sound mm, as the what uh, that to open? That that would be me. I stood. I stood on it. Uh, looking down, it. you can see that. Yeah, there is actually there was actually a little bit of fire damage on that. Ah, uh, right, okay. <laughs> Look, you are walking, gang. That's uh, we've learned a lesson. Is there any sound of any anyone responding to the noise? Give me a perception check. All of us. Yep. <laughs> Five. Ooh. That's actually not bad for me. That's a seventeen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, you, Celestia and Corson, you hear just a sort of, <gasps> and the sounds of scrabbling uh, coming from one of somewhere in maybe the second story of the uh, three-story uh, structure. Okay, there's somebody here. Someone scared or someone wanting to kill us? It sounded like it. It was sort of gasp. I mean, they're upstairs. Okay, that's... So, survivors rather than murderers? I mean, I've only heard a gasp, but maybe? It sounded scared, didn't it? Mm. Weapons out all the same, but, you know, no itchy trigger fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll get all my weapons ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, make sure we do that. Fighty uh, draws, uh, puts on, slips on his brass knuckles, draws I'm gonna the hold my guitar up threateningly like it's a club. Or oh, the uh, purple lightning bolt guitar. Yes, the electric shocking grasp guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so, you carefully make your way in, and as you enter, you can see the back door leads into the kitchen. Uh, so this isn't leading into the main tap room. You can see there are signs of dried blood on the walls in, in obvious spray, uh, in obvious sort of spray patterns. Uh, patterns. The kitchen has been thoroughly ransacked. Uh, everything that can be taken has been taken. There is no food in here that you can see. There are scattered now, slight, uh, uh, now, and actually in, kind of mixed in together with the blood in places. Flour on the floor, a few scattered oats. Um, you'd have to thoroughly investigate if you wanted to find anything else. There, uh, the you can see that the beer cellar from this side has been pulled open, and as many kegs presumably as could be brought out have been. There's uh, one shattered keg down below, but no other clear signs of barrels. Uh, there is one body. Um, you can see in one of the pantry cupboards there it looks to be a middle-aged uh, human woman showing Coulson give me a medicine check okay oh that's uh, <laughs> that's an eight more than 24 hours decomposition you'd reckon kind of hard to give more than a peg than that alright oh um, actually something I was going to ask is mm-hmm. it like still hot if no. it's been on fire. Okay, no. cool. The wood is cold. I meant to ask that ages ago and forgot, but yeah, so it's, yeah. it's been like a while. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see that um, she had, like, long enough, there's still blood, you know, caked into the wood, but it's dried, mm. older looking blood. Uh, you can see where this, like, 
it doesn't take a high medicine role to, to, to get, guess how this woman was, was killed. You can see a very a series of um, very obvious stab wounds uh, in her upper chest. But you can right. see where she's been crushed by people stepping over and on her to get to the things behind her. How crushed? As in a couple of boot prints. But her head's still on. Head's still on? None of those guards are clerics, are they? Uh, did, did any of them look like clerics? They, like, fighting compartments. So to be honest, they all kind of looked like just run-of-the-mill hired guns to me. No, that was... The statement said without much hope, but, um... Got to stop her coming back, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, I got point. <sighs> yeah. I know it's mm. shit, but we really do. Mm. Maybe I'm we another Stringer Smith. Check who else is around first, because if she's the family of someone, maybe we should explain what we're doing before we do it. Oh, fuck, yeah, they might just come down and find us, like, chopping mum's head off yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah that would be really, yeah. really bad. Um, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, but that's on the to-do list. Yay! I mean, this this certainly looks like it's the work of desperate people who were hungry, but this is brutal. That's really bad. Um... The yeah, there is a, a the next door you can see is ajar and carefully pulling it open. You look in, you can see the main tap room. The main tap room was arranged once as a sort of very wide area. You can actually see that it actually goes up to encompass a little bit of the second story. Uh, it was very spacious. There were long tables with ample places. Uh, for seating and the like but um, and there are still a number of, of tables left although many of them, been, them were knocked over uh, and the benches deposited but should we try upstairs then? I'm not finished I'm afraid oh. oh bollocks as you look up you can see that there was uh, at one point a uh, a not the, it's not a very nice chandelier it's more like a a wooden cross beam with a set of can where the candles were set up on it the candles have all long since melted the cross beam has been burnt away in several places the bar has been ransacked and there are multiple bodies in two distinct sets in this room in the corners of the room, you can see there are six uh, bodies which show signs of having been horribly burned. Probably, but they're kind of burn marks that that match up to uh, post-mortem burning. You can see where they have been slashed or shot and left where they, uh, where they fell. Uh, many of them are just covered in thick black char. But hanging from the ceiling from the, the candle holders are four more bodies fresher they have the look of, they seem to be just wearing rough local peasant garb uh, but their faces are, are black and bloated they're suspended from hemp rope and each of them has had their stomachs sliced open with a c-shaped cut and the entrails have vanished 
Fuck. Damn it, Smith. At least we know we're going the right way. Yeah. So. Two choices. Either that's him upstairs. Or. Someone got away. Either way, I think we should cut these people down before we do anything. Well, they're, they're not, not going crack. anywhere. What was that? You look, spin around, and you see the. It's only as the fourth of the charred corpses rises that it that it kicks over a chair. Uh, as these unburied dead have quite stealthily risen up all around you. Fuck. Roll initiative. Uh, yeah, that's wow. a good reason okay. to cut down the dead. Um. I was oh. about to say, they're not going anywhere. Bollocking bollocks. <laughs> I mean, I was too, literally. Like, I <laughs> just said that. Um, that's a one for me on initiative. Uh, so Twelve. I'm not doing anything for a while. That's a 15. Okay. Uh, 12... Scamp 15 for uh, Corzin and Fighty gets Fighty actually gets a 12 because of his initiative. Yay. Uh, okay, so as the four undead, uh, charred uh, undead have risen around you, Corzin, you go first. Alright. Um, They're all within about 20 feet of you and you're all kind okay. of clustered together towards the centre. Great. Uh, are they within like fifteen feet of each other? Uh any two of them are, I will say, yes. Okay, uh the two nearest me I'm gonna try and get in uh an arc of fire with the blunderbuss. Okay. Uh give uh that's you then roll the damage and they'll roll some uh, deck saves. So grape shot. Okay, both of those were failures. Okay. So, the, so there uh, are six of them. Uh, there were six charred bodies. Four of them have risen. Cool. Two are still on the ground. Cool. And there's more hanging from. And uh, there are the four hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll get to them. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, first d6. That's a two. Second d6. It's a four. Third d6. That's a five. Okay, so um, it's 11 pretty much total. eleven, but it's the blunderbuss, and they're fifteen feet apart. So we'll say for convenience that you run so that one is you get kind of get one in the blast at the start, and the other one is just at the very edge. Because right. bear in mind, you only do the most damage at the, for the one that's right that would be right next to you. Yep, fair. Uh, so eleven damage to the further uh, to, to the what to the uh, to the creature in front of you. And then uh, two, I think it was, to the one furthest away. Okay. Yeah, if it, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, neither of them make their save, so there is a... <laughs> as, you, uh, uh, as you blast through the centre of the uh, creature, of, of this burned creature uh, in front of you, the one the, uh, far away just takes a few <laughs> scatter shots of pellets against it. Um... As you blast these, uh, the the uh, creature open, uh, there is just a sudden explosion of putrefaction 
that seems to burst out of it. Uh, just, just, just the results of what's parts of it that weren't burned rotting for a, uh, for an unknown number of days. Oh, Cause and roll disgusting. me a Constitution save, please. Constitution. Okay. Yeah. That's a sixteen. Okay, you you kind of shrug off, uh, cough away the nausea before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Uh, and and. Uh, Unless you have a bonus action you want to use, that'll be scamp. Uh, no, I think that's fine. Cool, scamp. Uh, I would like to try and back away from all of them. I can't quite see the light out of my head, just so that I can keep all They're of them in my sight. They're broadly surrounding you, but yeah, you have enough movement to get... Just uh, so we're not in a clump. Yeah, okay. So you you move back so that you're... We're, you're about 15 feet away from two of them and about uh, 35 feet away from the other two. Uh, and I will twin a second level chromatic orb at um, the ones that Corzin hit. Okay. Uh, roll your attacks. I will tide the first one. Okay. Why? What uh, damage type are you using? Um... Oh, fire doesn't... I mean, it fires damage them in the past, but... Yeah, so am I trusting other than fire? Uh, don't know how much it's damaged, so I will try... Thunder. Okay. Ooh, that might wake the bugs up. Oh, well. Said it now. So We've already done guns, is... I wouldn't worry. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the blunderbuss is going to have been heard by anyone within half a mile. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. first one's a 22 to hit which was the Tides of Chaos one and the other one is a 17 to hit okay so 17 hits and sorry what was the first one again? Uh, 22 yeah that definitely hits both of those hit roll damage Uh, do I roll separately or is it the same damage for both? separately separately I've not done it in ages ooh that's really good that is uh, 22 on the first one Nice. Ooh, nice. Okay. It's second level because I'm I've run out nearly run out of first levels. <laughs> and the second so, one? Less good. Uh that is sixteen. Okay. So the first one, the one that was in front of Corson, has already had its chest blown open as the sort of vaguely shimmering orb strikes it. <laughs> you see as it is blown into smithereens. Just parts Ooh, of nice. it just okay, fly so in every direction. Uh, <laughs> the other one, however, you see it blasts. One of its arms kind of falls off. <laughs> it's staggering, but still kind of together. <laughs> and again, you see sort of a burst of putrefaction out of its uh, uncomfortably squishy core. Oh, the, oh the God. Uncomfortably oh. squishy is not a phrase I ever want to hear. Oh, not about anything. <laughs> yeah. Not, really especially not about bodies. Just, mmm. Anything uh, rotting. No. Fighty is just going <laughs> to D3 a target. Let's see which one we go for. Okay. He's going to go for one of the ones that's close to you, Scamp. Uh, close to you, Scamp. So the one that Causin, well, Causin's one is now gone. So fighty goes against that one. He is just going to, yeah, under the circumstances, he reckons got a good chance of resting. Let's go for a rage. Yay! Uh, All right, I suppose it's time that we put you back in the ground, or not that you were in there to begin with. Anyway. <laughs> um, so two attacks from him, both droogs. Uh 
first one hits, second one misses. So, Druk attack four, six points of damage. Eh, nothing just uh, to frown about. <laughs> kind of snaps its neck. It continues fighting, but its head is now lolling uncomfortably to one side. Uh, and that makes it time for the burned uh, for the, for the burned corpses to act. Uh, so the one in front of Fighty is going to attack Fighty. The one that has been damaged a bit by Corson and significantly more by Scamp is going to go for Corson because they're closer. And the one that's uh, been unaffected thus far is going to go for Celestia. Mm -hmm. All of them just lunge forwards <laughs> uh, and attempt to slash at you with their claws. Burnt dead people claws. Yeah, they're not so mm. much... Some of them are fingernails, some of them are just exposed bone. Exposed oh, yeah. bone. So against Celestia first. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Obviously. Um, <laughs> uh, how close to... Oh no, works. never mind, we're in sight. I'm just misremembering things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got to remember I have abilities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the one that hits Celestia, it does. I've got my defaults. Uh, let's move on. There we go. Uh, does seven points of slashing damage, mm -hmm. um, and you feel a kind of burning sensation uh, pass over your skin for a moment, but you kind of but you shrug it off. Okay. Yeah, something about something about it doesn't react well to your blood, but uh, your you could something also seems to protect you. Uh, the other one, the okay, one that goes for weird. the go, one that goes for Corzin, uh, that was a sixteen to hit Corzin. That does hit. Yeah. So you also take six points of slashing damage, and roll, and you feel a burning sensation pass through, and it's actually you can just see as they touch you, kind of just rakes of little embers pass. Uh, after where where, where the where the uh, the claws go, uh, can you give me a Constitution save, please? Yeah, is this a poison effect? Strictly speaking, yeah, it's kind of loosely related to sort of putrefaction. So, okay, so, so I have do advantage you, on this. You have advantage on that because of your uh, particular halfling uh, breed. I don't know why right. it wouldn't affect me. Baffled. Okay. Hmm. Okay, that's gonna be an eighteen then. Okay, you you feel the the fire kind of burning through your blood, but something. But you're able to kind of muscle past it before uh, before it can spread. Uh, and one for fighty, because it didn't actually go for scamp. Uh, there wasn't one left. Uh, so that one goes for fighty. Yeah, that hits. Uh, fighty takes. Four points of damage, but let's see how he does in his constitution save. Not well. Uh, uh, how badly was he rolled? Uh, so he has rolled... Oh, wait, he's proficiency. Uh, so he actually has rolled an 11. No, that's actually just enough. Okay. I forgot, I forgot <laughs> uh, his proficiency I've bonus got, went up. Because I've got um, bend luck, let me know before you say if it succeeded or not. Because yes. I can add or take away from things. Yep, no, nope, fair enough. Oh, lovely. Okay, you know, fighty kind of like, ah, fucking hell. Um, but that's all. Uh, Celestia, there is uh, there is a burned undead uh, up in your grill. <laughs> um, 
There are actually Burn and Deads currently attacking you, Corzin, and Fighty, but not Scamp. This so isn't the highest damage thing that I could do, but I really want to hit a zombie in the face with my electric guitar, so I'm going to do that. Okay, <laughs> no. roll spell attack. Oh, no, yeah, that, is, that um, has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so has to be done. attack modifier, yeah, cool. Sorry, I have so few spells that have modifiers. I'm still yeah. like forgetting what it is. Fuck me, that's a ten. Ugh, um, hate my life. Is this an attack roll? It's an attack roll. I'm gonna do it and hope that maybe it's less than a fourteen to hit. Uh, so I see that you are struggling and just bend luck, so you get a plus a d4 to your attack. Yeah, so you do feel... I roll the d4? Yeah. Yeah, you, awesome. kind of, you kind of tug on that same weird connection to fate that you have. That's a four. And it's just as you can just see that it's about to miss, Celestia staggers forward slightly and whack. <laughs> roll. It's such a waste because that's not going to do much, but it was yeah. fun. Not much, but it was brilliant. Roll you just had damage. to hit a zombie with a um, Yeah, I really did. Stamp, roll a d100. Oh no. <laughs> At least I backed away from people a little. Oh, the damage isn't bad, though. Oh, 93? 90? This sounds annoyingly familiar. Yeah. I, I mean, we've I'm done gonna... it so many times. We've done most things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this yeah. is very familiar. <laughs> Giant scamp returns. Oh, hell. wow. Are we Alice in Wonderlanding, though? Yeah. So coming That's out the fucking roof. Once again. <laughs> Actually, now you're in the tap room, which I said has a high roof. So oh, this time you kind, of, you, you kind of bump your head on the rafters. You are home eye to eye with all the hanging dead people. Um, this is are true. they moving? Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> no, I'm closer. Moving. Good. Um, so that's seven damage to that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, the lightning crackles over its... Uh, Flesh uh, leaving deep scores. Um, and I'm not quite done yet. I'm gonna go. These bitches are already dead. We can fuck them up if we want to. And I'm the, the rainbow spirit's gonna fly out of my hair. You all get five temporary hit points, and you can move if you want to without pro- provoking attacks. Hey, Fighty's happy with the guy he's got. Yeah, up to you if moving would help or not. Um, but um, probably can. not, but yeah. five temporary uh, points, very welcome. Yeah. I'm actually going to move into <laughs> awesome. melee with uh, uh, with the two that are closest to me. I mean, you're already in melee with one. They're all a bit separated out, so you can't you can't you can't currently get into melee with like two at once. All right, in which case, I'm going to maneuver my maneuver myself so I'm not likely to get flanked by another one. Okay, <laughs> you shift yourself into a slightly better position. Yeah. All right. Uh, Top of the round, it's causing. Right, okay. So, um... Swords out. <laughs> yeah, alright. Uh, first attack. Okay. That is gonna be a, an 18 to hit. That hits, roll damage. Okay. That's gonna be 7 slashing damage. Uh, with one fell swoop, you slice its head clean off. Uh, the head f- f- falls and the ground rolls. Oh, I forgot to do this actually. Um, from when you uh, w- when you struck the uh, creatures, uh, when you when you lightning bolted the creature uh, with the electric guitar, Celestia, can you uh, a burst of uh, kind of putrefaction comes out of its neck mm-hmm. where it breaks open a little, as it does when you cut its head off, causing. So both of you, can you roll me Constitution save, please? Okay. Uh, Thirteen. No, sorry, 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, 
twenty. Yeah, you're both able to avoid vomiting your guts up. Lovely. If I yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's yeah. So first attack, you've sliced yeah, its head I... off. It topples to the ground. Yeah. Can I? Do I have enough movement to get to the? Uh, the you next do. One? You can I'm choose either Phytes or Celestias. I'll go for Celestias because that's already been. Uh, okay. Like zapped. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, uh, that's mm, that's gonna be a fourteen to hit. That does hit. Hey. Excellent. Ice cream dice don't fail me now. Oh, so it doesn't get a reaction because shocking grasp if that affects yep. anything. Brilliant. Okay, so that's um, that's another seven slashing damage. Okay, you slice down, uh, just leaving a huge gap in its uh, torso. It exudes another bursts of uh, noxious air. Uh, Celeste, you've already experienced this creature's noxious air once. You don't have to roll again, causing mm -hmm. it's the first time you have, though, so give me a constitution save. This particular okay. odour of death. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's slightly different ones, mm. like with wine. Oh, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> okay, you're fine. You're like, oh, God, this all smells awful, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I have uh, one last attack, don't I? Yes, you do, with your bonus section. Right. Oh, that's a 12 to hit. Uh, that just hits. Okay, brilliant. Okay, that's eight slashing damage. Okay, and... Yep, that's just enough. Uh, you s uh, slice into the cut you've already made and widen it just enough f uh, to break its spinal cord. Yes. With another, with kicking it off, it kind of collapses to the ground, not quite in two pieces, but kind of fidgeting, unable to move its body, and you just give it a final coup de grace when it's down. Nice. Okay. Uh, okay, that's Skampska. Okay. One left, which is on fighting. Just the one like that's easy enough. I'll just firebolt it then. <laughs> That's fine to die. Uh, well, that's not very good. That's a 13. Uh, it hits roll damage. Um, two, oh, 14. Okay. As expected, however, it's not quite as effective as you would have expected on this occasion. It seems that uh, they've already charred to some uh, degree, and the existing charring is protecting them from burning more. Mm. The flames don't really catch. Have just frostbited. Oh well. Uh, Fighty is just going to, yeah, lump in with three attacks of his own. And at that point, I think this, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he just beats. He just punches it in the face, <laughs> uh, caving the head in with these uh, with the brass knuckles, <laughs> and then uh, as it goes to the ground, just beats it twice with the droog until it stops moving. <laughs> <sighs> so anyone else for anyone else? No? Okay. That summarizes us nicely. I think we should sort the rest of these bodies out before they come oh, back. Yeah. Because clearly we're hitting the time limit for that to happen. Um, so, yeah, maybe that before upstairs. Yeah. Actually, on that note, would Corzin know what the usual amount of time that would have to pass is before the dead rise again? Ah, uh, yes, you might. Give me a religion check. I might okay. know that. Yeah, give me, you, can, you can also do a yeah. religion check. Alright. Natural 20. Uh, <laughs> nine. Uh, I've forgotten. <laughs> you're not really sure, Celestia. Uh, but 
Corzin, you know that um, while the classic folklorish answer is, you know, on the on the third day, on the third night since their death they will rise, the answer is over twenty four hours. Like, but but usually not before the th- not usually not before at least three days, but over twenty four hours. Mm. Right. Okay. I I relay this. Still, just getting a feeling we should sort these out. I think we're asking for it if we leave them as is. No, agreed, agreed. Okay. I guess somebody keep a watch on the stairs, though. Scamp, keep a watch on the stairs and keep turned away from us chopping people's heads off. I'm gonna stick my head up the stairs. I'm really tall. (laughs) (laughs) And you can. Actually, it might be really helpful if we get you to cut the bodies down from the ceiling. Oh yeah, no, I can. I mean, it's a bit grisly, but I mean, they're kind of helpless where they are. The only way they're going to get down on their own is if they remove their own heads. That's true, (laughs) but I just don't trust them not to come back. Well, that's my point. Even if they did come back, they're (sighs) all right. No, fair enough. We'll, We'll we'll cut them down. I didn't explicitly mention it, but as you killed each of these entities, uh, each of these undead, you, uh, causing the Celestia, you saw a small black shadow kind of rise out of them and then filter away into the air. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Noted. So I guess we spend some time chopping heads off. You do. That happens. There is. uh, Yeah, you cut down the bodies as well. Small again. Yeah, I totally threw yeah. up throwing that out there. Mm. That happens. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you take the time to decapitate the surviving bodies. I then clean us all up with prestidigitation. Yep. Snap, snap, snap. So we're not covered in chunks, you know. Thank you. Much obliged. Oh, um, the the bodies that we behead, do they also exude the putrescence or is it... Um. Like some pre- putrescence, but not not supernaturally so the way the ones okay. these do. They're just it's just it's icky. just gross. Yeah. yeah, this is normal common or garden putrefaction. Indeed, <laughs> lovely. Ugh. So, all right, Scamp, you can look now. I was looking anyway. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's just stupid. <laughs> Out of character because wisdom is the dump stat. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom and strength. Oh god. <laughs> Better than con. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh. So you dispose of the bodies. I'm assuming you at the like. Where do you put the bodies when you've fi- finished dealing with I them? We want to sort of cover them up at least a bit, wouldn't we? Yeah. If there's anything to cover outside. them with. Yeah. They, are they Maybe of the same sort? Outside. Are they different? Clearly different. Like the attackers and the victims, or is it? Ah, just... uh, it looks. Studying the bodies, it looks like the body, the burnt bodies that were clearly at least a couple of days old. You can't make out a lot of their clothing and such, but um, they look like yeah, they probably were like they. They're just ordinary clothing. It looks like they might have worked here a little bit. Actually, a little better clothing than the peasants. Um, who are hung from the ceiling, uh, hanged from the ceiling, I should say, uh, with um, you know, who are clearly kind of dirty labourers' clothes, mm. uh, and those bodies all like causing. Give me a medicine check. Okay, that's an eight. Okay, 
I mean, like, you don't have an exact time of death, but they, like, there's not really clear signs of elaborate decay. These ones were, the the hanged victims were killed much more recently. Yeah, I was worried about that. Cousin will point out the fact that the uh, the hanged victims are mu- much more recent. They're also missing their entrails. Well, yeah. logically, he can't have come here that long ago. If we go by literal timing of how long it would have taken him to get here, I mean, he's ahead of us, but not that much. Yeah, how much time has uh, passed since he came through the uh, uh, the portal? It's like, it's barely been twenty four hours. Actually, I mean, based on like actually, Fighty will just says well, he came out of the portal about an hour after um, sundowns in Timothy. So I'd say it's been it's eight o'clock now. He's probably been out for about twenty-seven hours. Okay. Right. Okay. So that's you know, th- these can't be older than a day. No, they can't. Which incidentally is roughly the time we've been awake. Oh, bit knackered. All yeah. Right. Shit, yeah, well, I'm let's... tired. Let's lie these people out yeah, respectfully and... as we can and check upstairs, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, you take them outside and lay them out as respectfully as you can uh, and then head upstairs. Can you give me an investigation check, please? All of us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone who's searching. Okay. Hell. Seven. Seven. Dirty 20. Three. To be honest, even the sevens would have done this. He's not hiding well. Um, You find very quickly uh, attempt badly hiding in a burnt out cupboard in one of the inn's rooms. There is a terrified uh, looking young man uh, in the same, in in just again, kind of rough uh, farm labourer's clothes. You can see he has a light slash across his stomach which he's mm-hmm. kind of and he's be, he's pressed uh, uh, his clothes against it to kind of just staunch the bleeding and there are rope burns around his throat <laughs> please please don't kill me don't hey, kill me hey hey we're not we're not here to do anything bad it's okay it's alright let me uh, let me take a look at this and I um, he, I'm gonna try and triage his cut he flinches but after seeing your medical tools, sort of very, very cautiously begins to let you treat him. Uh, give me a medicine check. Medicine? Yeah. Natural one. Oh, God. Okay. It's, yeah, it's... Looking at it, this is pretty... You look at it and you can see this, this, this boy... Um, as you try to heal him, you accidentally... It, it looks like he's been almost cut into the sort of peritoneal sac. Like, deeply what enough... What is that? I'm so, so sorry. I little, don't know what that is. It's the little fleshy sac that surrounds all of your organs and keeps them in place inside oh, your torso. Um, uh. But it's just been... It's just light enough that maybe he, you know, could have survived... Uh, uh, survived, and if he was lucky enough to avoid extensive uh, death by infection... Were it not for the fact that you were attempting to examine the wound, accidentally pierced the sack. He begins bleeding profusely. Can I do a healing uh, word uh, when I see him struggling? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, like, um, 
Colton, you now have to know that uh, Healing Word might stop this, but uh, you need to combine that with immediate surgery to make sure that you don't heal over uh, the bleeding, the, the internal bleeding, uh, yeah. and allow his uh, his internal organs to just the, the chest cavities just get filled up with blood. Give me another medicine check, please. Do you stop me before I Healing Word him? Because, like, I would. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. If you heal over that, you're just uh, going to be patching the wound. Right, what do we do? All right. Um, he takes out of his um, uh, medical kit a just a, a rough piece of leather, shoves it in his mouth and says, bite down on that hard. <laughs> and um, he then uh, t- uh, takes out some of his uh, other instruments and starts trying desperately to um, uh, to suture the wound. Okay, so yeah, a medicine check. Just drain I'm going to bend luck as well, regardless on what, <laughs> what happens okay. here. Just go. Man, okay, that's going to be an 8. Add a d4. Okay, adding a d4. 11. Okay, you stitch you stitch up as best you can before the before you call for healing word to seal the injury. Ding. Um you think you've stopped the internal bleeding? But as it is right now, like there could be a minor bleed, and you wouldn't know. All right. You've done and what you can. And I, I say to him, "Lie still. You do not want to tear that." Okay. We'll get you okay. out of here. I promise. Yeah, we're not. We're not here to hurt you. Um. Please. What happened? Was it the man with the noose? Yes. Yes. Oh, the 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 cold. He was awful and just kept rhyming. He he, yeah, he, he told that. us he told me to spread the word to run to run as fast as we can to if we wanted to escape him. The, he, he called himself the gallows man. Uh, uh. He said to, to carry to tell this too, and he kind of takes like a you can see there's a loose nail and he takes it uh, just from one of the burnt out beds and scratches into the wood. Like almost like a stick figure with a noose. If, if I need to tell people, if if we draw that on our on our walls, uh, on our doorposts, he won't come for us. No, I don't. I don't think wow. that's a good idea. He isn't coming back this way. And no. I think you might be giving him power if you spread this. Yeah. He has power. He, he, yeah. So he don't give him all. more. We're gonna go and kill him. Yes, we're going to take care of him. I mean, and and you, I suppose, if you want somewhere to go. Do you live here? Is, no, is that... we we live in uh, we live in the village nearby. I, I I'm sorry, we we came here to see if there was anything we could loot before we buried the folk here. We knew them, but we're starving, and we wanted to see if there was anything those deserters had left behind. Seems right. fair. I, I swear, we would have buried him. Will you bury them now? He kind of looks down at his state. I um, mean, not immediately, but will uh, you yeah. get some people? Uh, I'll, I'll spread... I'll yeah, get, don't do I'll that right now, you'll hurt yourself. Village <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell them. But I've got some food. It's not very good, but... No, please, please, any food you have. Any food you have. I'll give him ten days of rations. He greedily kind of shoves it into his pockets. Yes, even peasants have pockets. Uh, hey. <laughs> they're not very good pockets. They're very crudely sewn. Uh, I'm 
gonna give him two gold. He looks at it as like as if quite, yeah, quite legitimately. You've just given him, like you know, nearly a month's uh, wages. <laughs> Bury the dead. Actually, okay. Sorry, that would be nearly half a year's wages. Oh. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> agrarian economy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, the, the this place got uh, just please just, and I, help some other people with that if you can. He nods unsteadily. Okay. Uh, uh, Do you want some beer or something? Yes. I've got dwarven whiskey. Uh, that yeah. might be a bit too strong. Uh, true, he's just had surgery. He looks Maybe already not. delirious. Yeah. Um, give him one top for the pain, and that's it. I give him a top he for the pain. Knocks it back at a cost. <coughs> Thank you. It's okay. Um, have, you, have you got physicians and things? Have you got people who can see to that? I, there's a. Oh, there's a. There's a. Oh, there's a. A wise woman who knows a few things, but the doctors have all... I'd need to go to Benoisville. Well, we're heading that way we anyway. We are going there. Yes, I... If you can... If you can... I don't think I can make a long journey. If if you could send one to, out... Uh, well, I've got this thing you could sit on. It only lasts an hour at a time, but it would be steady. Well, we can use that to get him downstairs and onto the back of the car. It doesn't do up and down. Oh, oh yeah. It only well, actually, it'll before. be right above the stairs. It'll sort of slope a bit. It sort of slowly bobs down, yeah. Yeah, he might just slide off. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, that would be really to... funny, but also really bleak. <laughs> if we can use it to carefully get him down the stairs and onto the back of the cart. If you, if you can just get me to the... If you help me downstairs, I can make it back to the village. What's your village called? So we know where to send a doctor. Uh, my village is... Uh, oh, <coughs> it's uh, Jacques Lane. Jacques Lane. Good, good. Thank you. We're staying here the night. Would you like to stay with us? Oh, Regent, no. Okay. no. I want to be gone from this place as fast as I can. Right, Would you like okay. a bowl of chocolate? He looks bewildered by the <laughs> fact you're offering him a bowl of this ridiculously luxurious thing. Are you... Are you lords? No, we're weird. Have a bowl of chocolate. <laughs> he gratefully drinks it. He's kind of almost... Is, revulsed at the first by the just how sweet it is but then greedily drinks down the rest grateful for something warm although immediately he kind of <clears throat> kind of clutches his stomach from there that might have been too rich <laughs> yeah that might have been a lot um shit well some calories and sugar will be good for you won't they uh, yeah please I just just help me down the stairs uh, sure. I can ca I'll cast the floating disc yeah, you take ten minutes to cast the floating disc, aid him down the stairs, and once he gets down, couldn't quite manage stairs, but he's able to carry on towards his village on his own. I'm going to fill his pockets with sweets when he's not looking. <laughs> oh, Give me a side hand check. Ten days worth of rations. 
<laughs> Sweets are important. Uh, 14. Okay, you do so. <laughs> His pockets, which are already bulging with rations, are now bulging with sweets. <laughs> really, any food is welcome. It's, you, get at this, you get the feeling. People here are desperate. Yeah. And uh, at this point, you and yeah, you having seen him on his way, you make up one of the better rooms you can in the that that are still relatively intact on the second floor, and settle in to get some rest. I cast alarm, (laughs) alarming the area. Good idea. And that is where we will pick up after the break. So, we'll rejoin you, or rather, you'll rejoin us, after these no-doubt-important messages. And now for a word from our friends, the Dice Girls. The Dice Girls may not know what we're doing, but we're sure having a lot of fun doing it. Do my bagpipes have, like, attack damage? (laughs) If I take out my bow, (laughs) could I miss and hit Trigus? If you roll bad enough. (laughs) Have we been able to see the whole time? (laughs) You have dark vision. Surprise! (laughs) What ho, ugly creature? Don't don't mind him. Everyone's dying around me, but I can't hit anything. Are you guys going to be okay? Honestly, I think the answer to that is always no. (laughs) Who are you? some riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything particularly special. We are the Dice Girls. <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I rolled a four. We're gonna die. Things are pretty bad in Seoul right now. We are starving. Marauding bands of deserters are pillaging the countryside. And taxes are higher than ever. The only thing that keeps us sane is liking, sharing, rating, reviewing, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs. Viva les Soul! And welcome back. So, after you cle- after clearing out the halfway house and doing what you could, you settle down. Putting up the alarm and keeping having a fitful night's sleep. Oh, before with your usual we go to sleep, yes, we check in with Molly and Vig. We can abstract okay. that, but we said that we were going to, so that. Yeah. So abstracting this, uh, Molly is glad but frustrated <laughs> your current situation. Glad that you've returned to civilization. Mm. Frustrated that you're now hundreds of miles away in Seoul. Yeah. <sighs> Confused as to how he got there, I imagine, because I can't have told her that oversending in 25 words. (laughs) Yeah, very confused, uh, but glad you're all right. Uh, Vig reports back um, just a portion of it. Fortunate that 12 hours ago, rescue... That's okay, French. French. So, well, French there is strangely close to Meadmere, there. Mm. <clears throat> Twelve hours ago, rescue our fucking hell. <laughs> Not happening, uh, is it? France Not is invading. Fucking. France is invading uh, <laughs> Russia, which uh, is appropriate for this time setting. Um, <laughs> but, um, oh, buddy, it's okay. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to welcome to Meadmere. Meadmere, Meadmere. Okay, there we go. Um, Although it's Uncle Vic, there we go. Um, 
Ripple. Rescue has arrived within the last 12 hours. Um, thinking. Unex. No. Expected old friend. Complicated meeting, but. Heading to Seoul. May take some weeks to arrive. Okay, on the way to Seoul. If we want to, not saying we have to, but uh, we can tell him where we're headed. We already said we were headed to Seoul, didn't we? You said that you were looking. Yeah, but I mean specifically. Yeah. I mean, I, I have another third level spell. No, I wouldn't no, say you... that in character. That's not a thing. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, just like retcon that. That was yeah, a complete yeah, no slip. Words. That's not a thing I would ever say as Celestia. <laughs> I can do that once more. Best leave it for now. It's not. Yeah, we're about to go to sleep. You know yeah. Right, um, if we're going to do it, it's a good time. Yeah, I, right. I guess I okay. we'll message just let back, where we're going, tell him where we're going, like yeah. town-wise. Yes, um, so we're heading, heading to Alessant and, and, and then Kion. Ship is expected to return to Port of Dulé near Alessant. Likely head to capital or may catch ship from there. Hmm. But again, it's probably going to take them a while to arrive. Where is the capital? Oh. The capital is Alessant, uh, and it is about, uh, it's, uh, um, yep, one day's ride from Dulay. Big question, actually. Did we not, in like the, the scraps of wreckage that we managed to salvage, mm-hmm. find the letter of Mark? We did. You did. You still have it. He is going to want that. <laughs> I mean, there's no war on anymore. No, true, but he's probably still going to want that. Probably, <laughs> If yeah. nothing else, he can, you know, trade it in or, you know, use it to uh, to, to prove who he is or where he's from. <laughs> Do you say this in character? I think how Corson would express it would be, if at all possible, we should probably see that this gets back to Vig. It's his by rights now, anyway. I don't know if this is a bad person thing to say, but you eventually want a ship and he doesn't know that survived. Might not be a bad thing for you to have, darling. If you want to go privateering. Yeah. But if you don't, it's not much value. Well, for me to be going privateering, there'd have to be a war on, and there isn't. True. So, technically, it's of as little use to him as it is to you. But it does have an emotional significance. Mm. True, true. Like I say, I don't know if I'm being the bad person here, but I just think it might no, not be a bad thing to no. hang on to it. No, it's a, it's a practical consideration. I will mull on it further. Yeah, I have a thing. We're not going to run into him for a few weeks anyway. Mm. You settle down to sleep, maintaining a watch. Uh, 
I will say that uh, over the course of the night, nothing trips your alarm. Mm -hmm. um, uh, none of you really notice anything with the watches. Go on. Can I take a watch either before or after course and have a little chat with him in between? You do? Very small one. So, a bit of a weird thing. You've been with Go Molly on. for a long time, haven't you? Farewell, yeah. Have you ever, um... Have you been with anyone else? Yeah, but not since I was with Molly. Have you looked at anyone else since you were with Molly? Uh, I suppose in passing, maybe, but... But no one's really stuck? Mm. Not especially, but it was kind of like... After I got together with Molly, it was more sort of... Academic. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Why'd you ask? Um. Not prepared of nothing. Hmm. Can I do an insight check? You can. Uh, Celestia, roll a deception check. <laughs> That's going to be a dirty 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's an 18. You got the feeling that Celestia may be probably hiding something or not talking okay. about something. Corzin uh, leans in and says, Would you be wondering if I was looking at anyone... In particular, what do you what do you mean here, darling? Well, it's just a. I'm not looking uh, at. Odd... I wasn't wondering if you were looking at me. If this, uh, <laughs> that's what no, you're saying. No, no, uh, that's not what I was uh, thinking. You meant, but in terms of uh, uh, of people I've seen or possibly been uh, attracted to uh, you, well like I say there's a a couple but I've not uh, really acted on it uh, since I've been with Molly because to be perfectly honest uh, as as silly as this sounds I I honestly don't think that there is a better woman, and you're going to have to take me um, my word for it when I say that she has more than proved that over the years. I don't think I need to. She's fucking brilliant. Mm. But, I mean, <laughs> there were others before her. <laughs> I mean, I remember actually... <laughs> you were a sailor. <laughs> yeah, but even before that, I was... I think fair few once I uh, once I started sailing about, but even before I left Barnacle Point, uh, there's a fine young lady by the name of Rose Meter. Hmm. 
She had a bit of a reputation, but I have it on good authority that most of the men who thought they got with her had their hand in warm compost. <laughs> what? <laughs> she was the farmer's daughter. Right. <laughs> she sounds great fun. <laughs> <laughs> had a good sense of humour. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Like the rest of them, she deserved better than she got. But no, we uh, we had a brief dalliance, but uh, <laughs> dalliance much is that what they're that. calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I well, just. But if you want to know about uh, anyone specifically who I've come across I, I, I'm not sure what to tell you to be honest no I just I just wondered you know if you'd ever been tempted that's all tempted to uh, to go with someone even though I was with Molly kind, kind of Corson thinks long and hard for a few moments and this says not especially not in any uh, any, any serious way no I, I think that you know I, I've done I've done a lot of things in my life I'm not proud of but I think if I if I did that to Molly, especially after all that she's done for me, I'd never forgive myself. Shit. Celestia. Seriously, we... We've been travelling together long enough now. You can... You can ask me straight what you want to ask me. Remember Jet? Yeah. Ah. I see. <laughs> Nothing. Well, I couldn't honestly blame you. I didn't like fuck her or anything. You know. No. I... <laughs> I understand. I do. She asked me to stay in the Dreamfold with her, and she... I really wanted to. Um, and she kissed me, and it was nice. And I feel really fucking bad. And I this. No one else here who knows about love stuff, and I don't know. This is really stupid. Okay, he uh, reaches over and he sort of just gently uh, puts his hand on her arm and uh, says, You're in a very precarious situation, but I think it would be fair to say that given how... Well, let's not uh, be uh, beat around the bush here. Obsessed you have been with uh, finding Leah. If you were to give up on that at this point, you would spend the rest of your life asking yourself... Well, I mean, that's if. not in question. Like, I'm still going. I just feel awful. I'd... I know. And it's like, I shouldn't absolutely... have even been looking at somebody else. Like, that's, that's terrible. You're... 
you're a person. It it happens. Like I say, you don't. I mean, You've just told me you don't. I'm in a fortunate position, and my position is fairly unique, but also not to put too fine a point on it. You're at a different time of life to me. Because you're old. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you, hear, you hear Scout kind of giggling in their sleep. They're not really sure if you don't mind me asking, if you don't mind me asking, how long had you and Leah been an item before you were separated? That's a complicated question. Fuck, like... Sort of nine months, sort of a year. I understand. It can happen fast. I mean, I mean, I, I know it's myself and Molly did. I know that doesn't sound that long, but we were basically living together, so it's long enough. We were living together. Me. I don't know what I'm, why I'm saying basically, but. It's long enough, trust me. <laughs> it was uh, fairly intense, the whole thing, so... Yeah. I think... I think and the you thing owe is it to yourself to... I don't even know if she's going to be bothered when I do find her. I don't even know if there's something I should feel bad about, or if... Like, it's over anyway. I just... I mean, I've... Either way, there's a chat that needs to be had, obviously. Uh, of course there is, and I think, clichéic though it is, one way or the other, what you need on this situation is closure. Whether that be her and you going your separate ways, or getting back together again, the, uh, the plain and simple truth of the matter is, you simply don't know at this point, do you? No. And because of that, I, I feel like nothing should have happened with anybody else. Well, seriously, don't beat yourself up about it. Causing you love doctoring me. <laughs> Causing always. If you want to put it like that, love I doctor. don't have it on my uh, uh, on my particular uh, list of qualifications. But I mean, you're a physician. Sorry, this was all sort of pathetic, wasn't it? You're just the only person I know who's actually in like a normal relationship. I'm not even certain what counts as a normal relationship. <laughs> you know, neither am I. And I think that's something to hold on to, don't you? Because, to be honest, one of the things that I have uh, definitely learned from what little travels I've done is that normal's different everywhere you go from person to person. And, like, you say that I've got a normal relationship, and maybe I have, but what's normal for me is not going to be normal for you. Yeah, true. Also, I don't even know what passes for a, a normal relationship down below. Yeah, I, I don't want it, if what I've seen is anything to go by. Uh, I can take your word for that. 
Um, but yeah, it's... It is what it is, and I know that's sort of a half answer, or perhaps no answer at all, but, um... Yeah, you're right. Also, um, if you tell Scamp, I'll murder you, because I'll never hit the end of it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I'm not going to tell them, but I honestly don't think that they would care. I'm sorry, I think they would take the piss. <laughs> Relentlessly. <laughs> well, there's that, but you know it would only ever be in uh, in good fooling. I know, but it's still a bit embarrassing. Ah, you're all right, and he sort of pats her on the back, and um, thanks. He says, seriously, you're um, you're not a bad person for being tempted you're a lucky person if you're not that's very kind and between you and I whatever happens when you do finally meet up with Lear she doesn't necessarily even need to know nothing happened so well Sort of did though, didn't it? <laughs> but I guess I'll worry about that when it comes to it. It's not going to oh. be like what I open with. No, By obviously the way, not. Kissed a mad dream lady in a sex palace. Um, <laughs> that's um, that's not where I'm going to start that conversation. Um, no, I imagine not. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, you made your choice and. I think if the two of you know each other and love each other as much as you seem to, she'll understand. She's got a lot more to understand before that. But that's something we worry about later. Sorry for keeping you up. Um, no. If you want to go to sleep, I can take my watch. Thanks for being causing Jorge's love doctor. It's um, <laughs> appreciated. He cocks his tricon and says, you're most welcome. <laughs> and he goes and uh, settles down for the evening. In the next room, uh, unbeknownst to you, uh, the six uh, bodyguards and uh, Lisbeth, who, after you cleared this place, moved in to, to another room to get some sleep themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, Beale is downstairs in the, what remains of the stables. Um, oh, that's really sad. Uh, unbeknownst <laughs> like a burnt to you, out stable. Yeah, <laughs> oh. wouldn't, wouldn't fit in the rooms. Uh, upstairs, uh, uh, yeah, the next room, unbeknownst to you, uh, Ivan and Sergei uh, have finished uh, talking about Sergei's own recent experience. I <laughs> 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 uh, know, but the thing is, you know, it. Uh, yeah, I'm hundreds of miles from home, and the, but I think of, you know, I think of Pietro there, there and I, I wonder, you know, if I feel myself looking at other men, is, is he look at, looking at other men? And Ivan just, just go to fucking sleep. <laughs> I already cancelled you about this. <laughs> like this is a conversation that happens every night. <sighs> I'm very insulted no one came to Scamp for romance advice. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Up to you uh, if we, we woke you up at all, you know? Yeah. My passive perception is 10. Probably you did not, not wake me up. No. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I didn't come to the 14 year old for a full of advice. Yeah. Scamp, uh, you were busy uh, dreaming. Okay, 46, that's a good number. It's not above 50. Uh, uh. Dreaming you were uh, sitting in a tavern, listening to a, a bard tell the story. Yeah, listening to a, to, to, to a travelling storyteller telling the story of a brave warrior, which you recognise to be you, but no one else seems to recognise you. Oh, <laughs> that's an adorable Aww. dream. That cute table fables. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the rest of the watch proceeds uneventfully. Um, and you find yourselves... Wake arising about seven o'clock the following morning. It's still and actually it would be now about six o'clock the following morning. Still a couple of hours until dawn, but you are slept and rested and uh, gathering out what uh, rations you have. Uh, you get you, know, you manage to get down as much as you can and uh, prepare to venture onwards. So. You make your way. You get up and you begin making your way on towards uh, the town of Benoit's View. Uh, actually, it's a fair point. Uh, along the way, you do actually pass quite close to the visit of Jacques Lane, and uh, there you see sitting at the uh, side uh, sitting by the side of the road there are actually uh, a couple of people just you know, gently trudging down the road uh, in the same you know, in the direction of um, Benoisville um, but upon seeing your group passing one of them kind of turns and hopelessly uh, sort of goes uh, Hello, good morning. It is barely light, like, you know, the first rays of pre-dawn light are coming up. Yeah. Uh, I don't suppose you have anything to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give him a day's rations. Why not? They not, he nods thankfully and he and uh, the woman next to him, they, they could break them apart and begin eating them as they walk. Uh, you're heading to... Uh, uh, Oh, to uh, Benoitsville? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Are you from around here? Oh, yeah. I come from the uh, village of Jacques Lane. We are needing to go see up to see if we can get uh, the priest. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. There was uh, my uh, second cousin stumbled uh, back into the village last night um, he was delirious but uh, some sort of madman uh, killed most of his family while they were uh, out trying to find what they could he died of uh, he had a cut over his stomach and it looked like Maybe it has healed a bit, but he just started coughing up blood and and yeah, causing you realise maybe that surgery wasn't as successful as he Did he make it? No, we are saying going to get a priest. Shit. Causing just takes off his hat. 
he is saying about this mad creature with a noose and told us to scratch uh, little figures into a into our walls I do not know if you see anything like a man with a noose around his neck or stitching across his stomach get inside hide or run they nod fearfully thank you I know that doesn't you know put you in the best spirits to hear but really he is real and it's not good you see them do- we found some of his handiwork further up uh, but don't go scratching his symbol it doesn't feel like that's a good idea <laughs> not uh, particularly my cousin he said uh, there were bodies up by the halfway house so once we have the priest and we have buried him we will go and see what we can do for them yeah um do you want travelling companions I mean we've got a guard we're heading there we anyway. would most appreciate it do you yes. want to walk with us thank you and uh, you head out and over the course of the next several hours you march on into daylight the sun beating overhead or they're actually possibly not the sun beating overhead um, as the sky begins to get greyer and greyer over the course of the day uh, until by the time it gets towards uh, until by the time it gets towards the actual uh, uh, towards midday uh, there is already just a faint hint in the distance that rain is going to start coming uh, but it doesn't quite make it all the way to where you are. You can see just further to the south, rain clouds that pass on by. Nevertheless, you do, towards the uh, later part of the afternoon, make your way towards the town of Benoisville. You can see uh, the town is larger than that of Saint-Exupéry, uh, there does you know, the, it's not walled um, but although you can see some like on on the horizon like with, within a few miles there is a small stone chateau uh, presumably the seat of a local uh, baron or perhaps the perhaps even the cat uh, the uh, Comte du, uh, du Benamont if indeed that is his chateau um, nevertheless there are a number of uh, people in the town and again things show signs of better days some of them a handful of them you see as you as your armed force marches towards town a number of uh, citizens come out just a couple of them have muskets but most of them have just got farming implements uh, some tied to poles uh, almost a sort of rabble of whatever they can get Lay down your weapons! Lay down your weapons! One of them calls out. I... Seriously, what? Please. Do you really, really want to be doing this? Please. No weapons in the town! I'm sorry, what's that that you've got, darling? Look, what do you want? We have nothing left to take! We're not here to take anything. Kind of... 
squint, trying almost as if they're trying to see if they can believe you. Well, Gorson has his hands not like uh, high up above his head, but like open mm. and out to show. Look, yeah, I'm not carrying any big murderous weapon. Apart from all of the ones on you. All but yes. of the weapons. <laughs> but. Like, I'm not wielding a big murderous <laughs> weapon. This is true. <laughs> We're just traders. Look, we've got a small child with us. We're not here to attack. I'm the monkey. <laughs> yeah, I'm look, afraid. I've got loads of musical instruments. I'm just, I'm just a singer. Make a persuasion check. Such a fucking lie. <laughs> Possibly a deception check then. Um, There's nothing just about the singer you are. <laughs> deception. Yeah, if persuasion. You, technically that. I'm going to give that your choice. It's not technically. I mean, I am a singer. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, not. I'll say this is a persuasion. Uh, 18. Like, they kind of look uncomfortably at each other. That None of the guards, like uh, Ivan or his group, have drawn their weapons yet but awkwardly they begin lower, like raising their weapons we're just passing through we don't want any trouble I'm uh, sorry and the the one who's been speaking who is holding what looks like a, a, a little an actual pole arm but one that's uh, clearly like you know his maybe his grandmother's mm. um, raises it ah. and uh, steps forward as a, uh, actually a halfling um, so it's so as Paul Arms goes, a relatively short one. Uh, he steps forward, and you can see once upon a time he did have that uh, classic jolly halfling physique, uh, but he is decidedly scrawnier uh, than he was uh, before. Uh, and he um, steps forward um, and offers you a hand. My apologies. Uh, Bill Kisan, at your service. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. She's offering it to Corzin, but shakes yours as well. Okay, no, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I take I it. Demand a handshake. Um, so. yeah. Corzin Jorge, is at your service. Hmm. Uh, what went on here? Who? I am sorry. We have uh, we we have been beset by these deserters for the, the better part of a week now. We thought you were more of them. <sighs> well. I think that at least some of them have uh, uh, have scattered off further up the uh, up the pass here. They are sending out uh, raiding parties. Is what we know. They a lot of them. They they've been. I think we think they are hiding out in the, their woods uh, nearby uh, Benoit's uh, Benoit's forest. Keep mm. justice towards what is frankly more like a copse. It's like a small enough forest that doesn't really even appear on maps. Uh, even small of, forests are shit. Yeah, but <laughs> but does uh, does border onto the the town, uh, like some distance away. It's kind of yeah, like off at an angle from where the town and the chateau are. And but they have been moving around. They have been sending out parties throughout uh, Benemont. We have been praying to the regent that. The Comte will return, hopefully with aid from the King. They, we know that he has uh, gone to the uh, Convention uh, of Estates in the hopes of requesting military aid. Oh, that's the one that's going on forever, isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything we can do? <laughs> I mean, uh, there are easily... 
three, perhaps, you know, three, maybe four dozen of them uh, in the woods. Uh, you seem pretty armed, but you're not... Uh, you're, you're not a military unit, at which point uh, I've, Ivan cracks up. Also, we are not um, we are not contracted for hunting down bandits. That's I wasn't what inviting what, you. What we're being paid for. We are, if they attack us, we are happy to defend. But mm. like this is our charge. He gestures towards the child and the pony and his employer. Yeah. Also, though, three or four dozen. I'm not sure we could do that. Not all That's at once. There's more than what we saw. If, further up. I mean, there is um, the, some of the local baronets, perhaps, if you could get their, convince them to bring their household guards to assist, that would be, an, or maybe at this rate, perhaps the best thing you could do is if you could please uh, carry on words to uh, Fredadon or even to the capital and just beg for more assistance. We need the army. Who should we speak to? Yeah, do you have a name? Uh, in charge of the garrison um, there? Uh, yes, uh, I believe there is a small garrison in uh, Freyodon. Um, I, I do not know who is, who is in control of the garrison, but uh, uh, Baron, um, it would be uh, Baroness uh, uh, Mariette. Uh, mm-hmm. is the Baroness of uh, uh, Um There are also uh, a couple of Baronets in the area who might be able to assist. Um, uh, Baronet um, uh, Pierre, and he gestures uh, actually off towards the chateau that you can see in the distance, and then again to the south. Uh, there's a, co- a few miles, about uh, four miles off that way. Uh, there is um, uh, Baronet um, uh, Sophie. Those are the closest uh, ones to uh, Benoitville would be able to render assistance. I know they, but they have withdrawn into their chateau with their household guard. They have not sent any aid. Bugger. Um, I mean, if we go near any of that we'll have a go I suppose I'll look at the other two if we're passing by we might as well these people well they need help they're desperate just the same as the deserters here are but the difference is the deserters have turned to armed robbery essentially and while I can't honestly blame them they're there's no excuse. No, there really isn't. I mean, also, their woods are the ones with the weird stuff in it, so we should probably have a look in there for Smith. Yeah. Agreed. Hmm. Is it worth asking if they've seen a undead man with a noose? <laughs> Has anyone turned up dead recently? Unexpectedly? Yeah, loads. Uh... Strange, uh, but it's strange you should mention that. We found um, we 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 had thought it was the we thought it was the uh, deserters, but they did not take the old mother uh, 
old mother Marie and uh, her daughter uh, Borette, they were found this morning uh, when Don came hanged uh, from the barn uh, with uh, their stomachs cut. But we thought it was uh, a band of raiders, but when we checked, we knew they were hiding a little bit of grain. The storehouse, the, the, that secret store had not been to be disturbed. Where was this? He gestures over towards some of the farmland, uh, and you can just make out a small barn. It's not far from uh, Benoit's uh, woods. I have to go and look. I can track him. Right, we should we should go and look in the woods. It is fair warning. It is now currently about forty minutes or so till dusk. Should we go into the woods in the dark or should we wait? What are the odds of a portal opening tonight? The uh, fighty thinks. Fighty. Kind of sniffs the air for a moment. Kind of picks up some dirt and rubs it between his fingers. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not perfect. I am not as good at this as Vera, but I'd say pretty strong. Okay, we should Especially go in now. Especially if then. there is weird shit that's happened around here. Yeah. Mm. It's if like, we wait, he might kill someone anyway. Yeah, or he might disappear into the portal and then come out somewhere yeah. else, and fuck knows where he'll turn up. You know. Agreed. Do you need to get to the barn to track him, or can you do it from here? I think it would probably be best if we uh, did it from his last known location. Let's do okay. that. Um, we're going to go and have a look in your woods, if that's all right. Um, be our guest, um, but... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because <laughs> I, no, I realize I Yeah, you cannot say that. Is that in a terrible French accent? That was um, so not an in-character <laughs> laugh. I just was like... I yes. just realized I said that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. Be our guest. Be our guest. But, uh, <laughs> you can't say Stop it. Rephrase <laughs> it, please. I, you said there are dangerous things in there. Just take care of yourselves, okay? And please, if you can, spread the word. Try and if you can, if you can ask, if you can ask the garrison for help when you go on your way, if, if you survive, um, please do. At which point, we'll um, do what we can. Uh, Ivan says. Of course. If it is all right with you, um, I think that perhaps we should uh, stay here. Yeah, no, uh, you definitely Lisa should Francis. not come. Uh, indeed, if we could... Um... Oh my God, don't bring a child into the woods. No, stay here. Go get oh, some no, sleep. No, no. Go, go. Of course. Um, do, you have, uh, do you have an inn? I mean, it is not really in service, but okay. But, but certainly, uh, do you have money or food? Yes, yes, please. She's A couple of the villagers look kind of greedily at her for a moment but then they notice the armed men and they kind of <laughs> back off a little bit please um, just somewhere for me and my guards and my son to stay overnight hey if we survive and we want an inn to stay in we're happy to pay for that so Agreed. you see one very kind of desperate looking individual like an old man with a with, with a wispy uh, grey beard like oh yes yes people are staying at my inn again oh Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> uh, you head on towards the barn. As you arrive at the barn, you can see that uh, the little farmstead is 
notably uh, notably abandoned. There's also something else. Uh, you do find uh, the spot where the two ropes are still connected to a rafter uh, in the barn. The bodies have since been cut down and you can see they've been busy this morning. There are two freshly dug graves. Good. By the... Uh, by the uh, ta- uh by the the, the, the barn and um there's also uh a message uh scrawled in uh it's less of a message and more of a signature scrawled in blood and well bluntly blood and theses Oh God! Is a stick man. Yep, is a stick man on the wall with a with a noose rope, with the head tilted to one side. And as you're going on your way there, I will say, um, perception checks, please. Okay. Twelve. Five. Thirteen. I've not rolled a double figures perception um, check today. Yeah, cause and slice. You do notice a couple of doors nearby recently scratched just into the wood pet frame are the little markings of a stick man with a little noose. Saints, damn it. He's trying to become like Colebeard, isn't he? Yes. Because then he can't die in the dreamfold because there'll be loads of people who know who he is and have horrible dreams about him. That's what he's trying Can to do. He's trying to become like Colebeard. scratch out the... If I see... if I'm assuming you're showing... Me. Yeah, if you point them yeah, out, then you can... I definitely can because I can... want to get rid of them. Yeah, okay. You usually just go over and scratch them out. It's just markings in wood. Had they, um, uh, had there been that illustration made in the remains in the, uh, in, in the uh, inn? No, but he did leave someone alive in that one. All right. Okay. Um, I was just gonna say, uh. Not really our place to do this, but we should, um, maybe, yeah, clear off as much as we can and scratch out those, um, those figures. Mm. Yeah. And the scamp's just done it, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. That Hank. Yeah. Right, Corzin, do you want to do your thing? Alright, Corzin is going to, uh, go to the... At uh, the edge of the uh, the woods, he is going to kneel down and place one hand on the ground, close his eyes, expend a uh, a spell slot, and uh, cast <laughs> primeval awareness. Um, yeah. Which, given that uh, forest is uh, now one of his favorite terrains, because of how many horrifying experiences you have had in forests hey. recently, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, Anything within uh, six, six miles. Well, miles six miles pretty much covers is... the entire copse. Yeah. Um, so, ooh, what would show up here? Uh, anything? No, that no, is... I know what's showing up. I'm just okay. thinking about what's here. Okay. Okay. There are two sort of pings that resound to you. You can just sense as your inner sets out. There's two like pulses. One. There is a pulse, faint, scattered, 
like uh, like almost like spread out just or, or, or like little little and indistinct pulses of undead but there's also an intense sort of wrongness dropping in your gut that you instinctively that interpret as aberration. Would it be reasonable to assume that's what um, Smith would be now? It's kind of giving you the same kind of sinking sensation you instinctively felt in your gut when you when you first laid eyes on the Despiser of Soul. Ah. Okay. So that and undead. Or... Yeah, yeah both. but he's got a pocket full of undead. Yeah. You've still got I mean... those undead pugs on you. <laughs> <laughs> Are we... <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to help, is it? <laughs> no, you're, all, you're always going to set us on dead. That's a good point, but like, would that be enough to uh, flag up? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's actually enough to ping up undead. You've probably got like it just you tells know, you, a couple of hundred bugs in there. It does tell you. It does tell you if there are just it, you know, it doesn't necessarily uh, indicate in any strong way the presence of no, or numbers. So it is just a pocket full of ping. Um, although I will say, like you know. It's you're used to having them there, and you do get functionally you do get a tiny ping that you can tell is centered right on you, uh, but you right, also okay. get the sense that there is like a little ping. There okay, some there's something else elsewhere as well. Yeah, <laughs> I really hadn't considered that, but you're so right. But no, you're quite yeah, right. It's, it's it will fair, always ping up undead. But I can't find somewhere to sell these or do something. With them. <laughs> I yeah. now unfortunately have pocket full of undead stuck in my head to the tune of a pocket full of sh- sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fit it into the tune of Jimothy because that's where my brain's at right now. It's not quite working and it's really infuriating. It's a pocket full of undead beetles black, not red. Uh, I've actually okay. watched the team Jimothy. That wasn't the team Jimothy. Ha ha. I wrote that team. The curse is broken. Uh. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Um, but yes, pulsing out, you can, that's what you sense. I'm dead. <laughs> So we have aberrant and undead. I mean, the, the undead could be just people he's killed that have risen again. True. Or the undead could be him and the other thing could be something else. True. Is this the woods the bandits live in? Yeah, it's the woods that are, you know, about, what do they say, three or four dozen bandits yeah. live in. So they could have killed anyone and left them to rise. Uh. Oh, good. Well, I'm... Fucking buzzing for this! I don't know about oh, you. Oh, can't wait! Oh, <laughs> so, so excited! excited. Um, just thrilled to be here. Just, just, just love what just... our lives have become. You know, just everything I wanted. Um, <laughs> so, Dream come true. Let's go and find right. an can undead I... murderer who strangles people. Can I Sounds retrace fun. my steps? Great yeah. day out. Can I retrace my steps back? to um, where the initial bodies were found and then try and um, see if there are any tracks sure. that could be Stringer Smith leading away from it. Give me a survival check and I believe okay. does, do you have advantage within your favourite terrain? Uh, yes I do. Um, um, favourite terrain just uh, double checking. Uh, 
Sorry. It doesn't say anything about that no, specifically don't. with uh, primary no, awareness. Um, but... What are your current favourite enemies? My current favourite enemies are humans, sahuagin, and monstrosities. Okay, yeah. So, monstrosities, but... just to mention, will cover things like, uh, like I think, chimera and possibly chul, I'm not sure. Um, where, uh, as opposed to like things like nightmare creatures, which would be more like aberrations or fae. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just so you're aware. What are we doing, okay. fae? Uh, they're like entities that flag up as fae exist. So like fairies, like things like the fatlings would count as fae. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I know you've, uh, we're not less, you've messed with the definition. Yeah, yeah of fae. I've messed with the with the with the with the uh, cosmology a bit, but like those things count as fae. What in the book is fae? Is yeah. Yeah. That makes generally, sense. if it has the fae type, yeah, it'll cool. show up. I'm just. Double checking the um, the favorite enemy. Uh, oh yeah, I do have advantage to uh, to track uh, my favorite enemies on yeah. uh, on, on my favorite train. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, survival. That is a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You can see. It takes you a few moments to kind of get what's happening because you see just a footprint like a bare unshod footprint here and then there a long distance away before you put two and two together and realize that you actually have to track some distance and yep a good 40 feet away from the last footprint you find another quite deep in the earth and it kind of see how it rolls and springs forward another 40 feet from there you find the next one and you see it doesn't kind of make any bounding sense. into this, uh, uh, towards the forest. It's like he's some demonic bunny rabbit. Or could he swing from the trees on his little noose thing? Now that's mental. That can't work, can it? Surely. Mm. I don't know. Well, anyway, I, I continue uh, tracking the uh, tracks as far yeah. as it will go. And you head in towards the forest quickly and you begin to see, indeed, little rope burn marks on tree on uh, tree branches <sighs> here and there or places where the foot bounces off the side of a tree. As if he's fucking swinging on a noose. <sighs> it makes sense. I mean, it does, but it also kind of doesn't because how the fuck do you orchestrate doing that? <laughs> By being a creature of nightmare. Yeah. yeah. He's not he's not having to deal with the uh the usual rules of the world that we have to, which makes him much more dangerous. Yeah, I suppose the dream creatures can do weird stuff, can't they? Mm. It could but be can whatever they do we're this uh, weird stuff here. Nightmare did. True. Like the nightmare but wasn't less powerful because it was out of the portal, was it? The no. empty cabin was Pretty freaky. Uh, the hatred song, like. 5D kind of kicks in. No, because of their connection between to the Dreamfold, they kind of almost bring a little bit of the rules of that world into ours, if they're able to cross over and remain here. So, yeah, that's that's what the living nightmares are a bit like. That they get to still work on dream logic. Okay. Great. Nice. Uh, how far do the tracks go? Uh, they go on for some distance and you continue following them through. Uh, you're able yep. to keep following them, however. 
Smith doesn't seem to have made too much of an effort to conceal the tracks. However, this is your favoured terrain. I believe you can actually move you, but only you, or a party composed entirely of rangers, uh, can move, can track... I mean, you can track um, at full, uh, yeah, full pace, but also yeah. if you're travelling alone or only with other rangers, you can move stealthily at a normal pace. Uh, so you so you can, can you can stealth without movement without moving any slower. I'm just checking whether the rest of the party is moving quietly as well, or indeed if you are. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, being cautious with this because even mm. though I don't make noise when I move, I um, you're still visible. I, I'm still visible. Yeah, yeah. So. I would be attempting stealth, but I'm still wearing yes. Yeah, so you have your disadvantage. <laughs> Yeah. So there's an attempt at stealth being made, but how well it Do you will want go remains to make a stealth check? Yes, go on. All uh, of us? Uh, yes, causing with your advantage. Scamp, okay. also with advantage if you want to make it, because we've got a hilarious stealth distribution in this party. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, that's actually... Dirty 20. 19. 12, which isn't terrible with disadvantage. Okay. Not um, good, but like... Fighty as well, let's <laughs> go for fighty. Okay, fighty got like a 22. Wow. Okay, so what was that? What was your Cassastia? 12? 12. 12. Cool. Um, so, as you you continue making your way along, um, therefore, uh, and so you, as you continue making your way deeper, deeper in, you can see that uh, Smith was traveling, because you, again, this is like, you know, you've been spending a lot of time in woods lately. So you get to you actually learn uh, well, you, when tracking other creatures, you learn their exact number, sizes, and how long ago they pass through the area. There is one Smith. <laughs> uh, yeah. He is medium size. How long sized. ago was he here? However, you can tell that uh, it looks like he. You would guess that he went into the woods around about morning, about around about dawn. Mm. And it's now in the afternoon. It's now in the afternoon. It's closing, getting close to dusk. Uh, and you can see that, uh, uh, and it looks like he probably travelled through this route, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the better part of six hours ago. It's now, right. it was about 40 minutes to, 45 minutes to dusk when you entered the town. So by this point, you're about half an hour towards sundown as you're progressing through. Mm. All right. Is there... Any clue as to where it is he's headed? Yeah, he seems to be going deeper in, in a more or less a beeline. So you can kind of follow through. Um, however, as you're going onwards with your, just with your passive perception alone, you hear the sound of, uh, you hear from up ahead. You, you actually, you first of all, you see a couple of figures in uh, rough, kind of dirty-looking blue uniforms with muskets, kind of just okay. moving, trying to move quietly through the woods. But you can tell that they're kind I'm of. I'm gonna cast mage armor. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> keeping an eye out. Like there's definitely a sort of patrol to the look of them, and then you, but and you can just see that like there's a there are a couple of couple of uh, female soldiers. One of them kind of stops. Like, wait, Louise, did you see some sort of? I swear, I saw a flash of purple. 
I'm kind of peering vaguely in your direction. I stay very quiet. <laughs> Quickly. Uh, ready your, ready your uh, musket. <laughs> it's not that rifles don't exist, but they're not used in this part of the world. Uh, they're, they're this uh, this time very inaccurate technology still. Uh, Fair enough. So <laughs> they lower their, their muskets and start cautiously moving forwards. Get a roll of perception, an active perception check for them. Sir, and you see the point straight at uh, where uh, Celestia is. Hush, like, like ah, they uh, gonna roll a check for whether they are more aggressive or not. Okay, hyper aggressive. They both oh, level their uh, their guns at uh, at Celestia. One of and that was a twenty for aggressiveness. So um, oh. yeah, I guess they're going to shoot first and then ask questions. Right. Um, so, I'm assuming we, I don't have any time to do anything. Uh, I think this is a this is a roll initiative and cool. see whether you can react uh, before uh, they shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Nope. Um, Eighteen. <laughs> Six. Uh, 18, 6. 16. Okay, Celestia, uh, I'm roll for fighting just for the hell of it. Okay, Celestia, you're able to act first. Okay, um, we've had a rest, haven't we? We have, we've yes. done that. Fuck it, right, I am going to <laughs> do the Mantle of Majesty thing. So again, I'm going to like breathe in the Rainbow Spirit and it blows sort of out of my eyeballs. I'm going to look at one of them and I'm going to go put... Down your gun and cast command as a bonus action. Not enough to make their. They sort of. Ah! And drop their gun. Yes. The other one is uh, is still kind of looking, but is now looking just a little yes. bit unnerved by what the fuck's just. This strange drow just basically bleeding rainbows out of their eyes. Yeah. yeah. Like a little what bit out of their hair, too, I'm thinking. It's all quite glowy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I could, anything else you want to do in your turn? Uh, oh, think, I mean, fuck it. I'm going to... You're about actually, no, that's a bonus action. Bonus I assume action. invoking Mantle of Majesty must be an action. Yeah, Surely. let me just double check it the Xanathar's. Um, by the way, you are all about... I think they're about 60... Well, it doesn't say, but I would assume it's an, it's an action. Yeah. That seems I fair. Think, I think command is like... 60 Command's foot a bonus range. action. Yeah, I'm just checking what the range is, because I think it's like 60 foot. So you're the, I'm going to say they're feet. about maximum range for that. And uh, it probably has to be the thing of, like, they must be able to see you here and understand you. That's all right. Uh, command, command, command. Um, there we look at this, and we go backwards in the book, and... <laughs> This is compelled duel. That is not what I want. Why is V green with the player's <laughs> handbook? Uh, sixty feet. So yeah, we'll That's say uh, we'll say that. That uh, seems plausible. Yeah, they yeah. they caught, they were at sixty feet when they caught sight of you. It's thick woods. Uh, so yeah, and activating it uh, is interesting. Yeah. Nope. You as a bonus action, you cast command without expending a spell slot, and you take on the appearance of an earthly beauty. So it's just a right, command. And I can keep it action. for up to a minute. And, and keep you retain it for up to a minute. Uh, as far as I'm Up aware. to a minute or until your concentration ends. Yeah. And every turn I can cast command yeah. if I want to, basically, is yeah. how I've read it. So I can do something else, technically. Yes, you can. Um, all right, I'm going to 
very briefly turn around to the rest of the party, give them a wink, a little like flash of rainbow comes out of the eye that I wink out of, and you will get five mm-hmm. temporary hit points. And I mean, you can move if you fancy it, but I doubt it. <laughs> I think actually I am gonna um, like. Are these two uh, two people human? Uh, yes, they're two humans. Right, I am going to um, try to move as unthreateningly as possible uh, towards them uh, and okay. say, "We mean you no harm." We are just in these woods tracking someone. They they react startled, having completely not seen you up to this point at your sudden appearance. Shit. But uh, make a persuasion check. Okay. That is... Oh, true, not initiative. Well, they're next initiative. No, but Corson uh, is next in initiative. Oh, right. So cool. this is. So we're now on Corson's oh. turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just convenient. But also, Scamp and Fighty can move if they want to. Yes. Now. No, I'm staying so. hidden. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, 18 for the persuasion. Uh, was that 18? 18, yeah. Okay. Uh, they kind of look. Okay, we'll see what happens on their turn. Right. Yep, uh, which is next. <laughs> uh, the one who's like. Uh, uh, Pick up your gun! Pick up your gun! Kind of awkwardly picks up the gun. Don't do Look, it. Um, you should know that this is uh, this is uh, that like, these woods are filled with members of the uh, of the th- uh, 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 the 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 thirty uh, third. Uh, so uh, you you should leave now. Uh, you will be in deep trouble. That's um, that that that. You get the feeling you know, they're holding their gun kind of trained on uh, one kind of trained on you causing one trained on the other one picks up and trains it on Celestia but I that's smile all they're at doing. Them. That's all they're doing is, this turn. Is that who you're with? Um, uh, yes. We, uh, we are uh, look, please. These the, who are you? Who are you with? No one, we're just tracking someone. Ourselves, mainly, is who we're with. So but we've tracking... no quarrel with you. What are you, then? Bounty hunters? I'm a fucking musician. There is something loose in these woods that ought not to be here, and it's killing people. We're trying to, so- uh, to stop it before it kills more people. Look. You should not be in this place. We just, we just want to get as much as we can to survive and move on. Okay. Have you come across any uh, hanged men or women recently? Are we still in initiative? I'm confused. I mean, we're kind of stretching out the conversation a bit, but like, yeah, I'm gonna give the option to scamp. So scamp is okay, there? Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, fighty is go. just probably go. gonna hold in the circumstances. Scamp, is there anything you want to do? No, there's nothing much I can do that's useful. Actually, sorry, let's cast friends. <laughs> they're okay. there in sixty feet. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, the one that dropped their gun is like, uh. I think maybe we should just leave them alone. You know, this seems. I think that's a really good idea. There's a lot more Ah! than you can see. Hi. Oh, oh, a friendly, uh, a friendly uh, person in the woods. Are you fucking kidding me? That is a thief. Um. Yes, a friendly, 
Can I do something? Sorry, yes, it's your turn. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. No, the, the... It's right, I just I was confused whether we were in initiative or not. I couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> we, we kind of started slipping out of it when I realised that we shouldn't because this stretching the talking rules there. It's uh, all right. So like, scamp- I don't mind, but I just yeah, yeah. yeah wanted no, to know. Scamp acted. Then, so it's your t- fight. He's not doing anything. It's your go. Yeah, you know, I think you should get out of the fucking woods. I cast command on the other one. Okay. Natural 20. Ugh. Ugh. So shakes his head. No. We have to stay with our company. I think your whole company should get out, really. I mean, she may... It makes a good point. Still got an action. You still got an action. So Sorry. Um, so... I'm on the one that's not friends. Yeah. I'm going to cast suggestion. Okay. And I'm going to say, really, you should take your whole company and put a lot of distance between you and these woods. There's some bad things in here. Fuck, I do not like this, but we should. All right, we should warn. We should warn the captain. You think? Yes. Ah, and they carefully begin backing away. Just go, go! Please don't. If you give us any trouble, we will shoot. I promise you. They begin sort of backing. We're not giving you any trouble, friend. No trouble from us. In kind of almost exactly the direction the tracks have been going, but slightly differently. Bye. Also, for the record, when I cast suggestion, the first thing goes down because there's another concentration. So I'm no, I'm no longer rainbowed. But yeah, yeah. but, but your words have held with them and after they back away to about three four hundred feet away until they're kind of outside and then you hear the sound of them running mm. fighty steps out that can the stay for up to again. eight hours so i'm just gonna oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. concentrating on You're it concentrating on that yeah for as long as possible anyway yeah looking up the uh sky is getting darker okay um i'm going to try and uh track as far forward as i can before we lose the light entirely. All right, I'm gonna ask you. So you're all, you guys are all moving at full pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to move at full pace, you work. The rest of you won't be able to stealth. Only causing can really stealth. Cool. All right, causing. Um, okay. You roll me a stealth check with advantage because of the boots, but uh, and and also a, a, tra- a, st- a survival check to track. Okay. This is stealth. That is uh, thirteen. Okay. And the survival is a 23. Okay. You are able to track quickly and effectively. Again, Smith has not been hiding their tracks. And you and you make it uh, progressing forward, uh, moving quickly with perhaps less than five minutes remaining until sundown the sun dwindling in the sky that you can just faintly make you can just faintly make out the 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 deep pinks and purples of sunset uh in the sky above through the trees the bare winter trees you find see the tracks go almost directly and then veer off suddenly and you see leaping entirely into the trees no more ground tracks just hopping tree to tree but the reason you see why it seems to break off for a while is because you reach a wide clearing uh, not that wide still ringed with trees maybe about um, 60 foot in diameter as a sort of in a rough circle 
Uh, and in the center of that clearing, there is there are three large stones, like standing stones, just driven deep into the soil, arranged in a rough triangle. Um, camped around that, however, you can see where you can see there are indeed dozens, about forty uh, men and women, some halflings, some uh, uh, some humans, gathered uh, in a loose uh, camp. You can see where they have started to uh, pile any crates, uh, barrels, wagons, things around the edges of the camp, providing sort of cover, points where they could, in the event they were attacked, uh, could take some sort of concealment. Um, but the in the very centre, you can see where a lot of the camp are, so you can see some, some members of the camp might be sleep, uh, seem to be sleeping in tents. Uh, others have disassembled and are cleaning their weapons. Uh, others still, there are a couple on guard. In fact, I will say there are uh, a total of six sentries that you can see uh, kind of uh, positioned around the edges uh, of the camp in uh, in pairs. So uh, there are kind of, the way that they're set up actually would be at uh, every kind of like, if you imagine a triangle, uh, yeah, yeah, so like an equilateral tri, a rough equilateral triangle, uh, it pairs of sentries, uh, with uh, muskets, just, just walking, like you know, kind of walking a very loose perimeter, uh, keeping an eye out into the woods, with most of the camp just at rest in the middle. You can see uh, there is uh, towards the center as well. Uh, one figure is wearing uh, an open, uh, actually, uh, what looks like an open uh, captain's jacket, which I think is one of the. Uh, actually, no, this would be above captain. This would be a, uh, an open uh, sergeant major's jacket. So one of the higher oh. ranks you can get to in the as a, as a non commissioned officer. Oh. Okay. Um, and you can see the uh, the lady wearing it uh, is a human woman, um, quite uh, quite large, uh, muscular, um, has a shaved head, um, and uh, quite and uh, just quite a strong uh, strong jaw. Uh, is currently in the middle of kind of eating a thin soup. Uh, filled with millets and uh, t discussing with uh, several other soldiers. They're all just camped around these three standing stones. Okay, I uh, turn to Fighty and say, do you think there's uh, a portal here, maybe? They said the standing stones. Yeah. They um, mentioned them. Yeah, I'm assuming that the, 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 the way that this has happened is... Uh, because you've got, you're currently the one sneaking cause and you've gone a little bit ahead, seen this, and have oh, moved okay, back yeah, to report yeah. to the others. Yeah, I would come back. Yeah, yeah I um, definitely would. So, having described it, so it goes, oh yeah, definitely, if there's going to be a portal, it's going to form there. They picked a fucking terrible place to I camp. I don't know what a, I mean, if there's rumours of monsters in the woods, you don't stay in the stone circle. That's just... I mean, I, mean, I, think, I feel like maybe it was just the only clear place they could camp. 
Some Probably. people have no sense of narrative. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I mean, it must be All their right. first night here because they wouldn't have come back and camped there if they'd seen a fucking portal open, would they? Well, it might not open every night. True. Is that how it works, fighting? A lot of these will only open uh, every, maybe once a month or uh, you know, in, in irregularly, like. There, I've known one that'll open up for like, um, you know, two weeks every three years. So they they work on weird rules, but oh, right. I can feel it in my teeth. There's going to be one that's going to open up soon. What like tonight? Right. Well, like within like the next five minutes, as soon as the sun sets, kind of feel. That's not going to go well for those forty soldiers that are around, is it? Probably oh, not. No. I'm kind of worried if we warn them, they'll murder us. Anyone yeah. else feeling similar? Oh no, yeah, yeah I'm t- with you on that one. Much There's as I don't a lot like of it, them. <laughs> much as I don't like it, we're gonna have to stake this place out until Smith shows himself, and then try and nab him before uh, before he goes back through the portal. Basically, how easy yeah. is it to get through? Like, is it it's open in a second and you go through, or is it a slow it'll, process? It'll likely open over the course of about anywhere between a minute, thirty seconds to a minute. And then it'll stay open and for a while. And then it'll stay open, usually overnight. Let's hope they all have the sense to run off screaming into the woods when the portal opens. Or at least start attacking the man with the noose. Yeah. I mean, that would be helpful too. If they killed him for us, I would not complain, personally. No, neither would I. But I think but they're more likely to run off screaming into the woods. That's probably what I'd do. One way or another, we've got to make sure that he doesn't get out of here. Yeah, we can't have yeah. him go into that portal. From the because... di- from the far side of the camp, you hear the sound of, <coughs> and then you hear in the distance, "What was that sound?" You, 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 you. Form a team together. Go investigate. I think they may have just solved our problem for us, and um, uh, Corzin starts uh, cocking his uh, carbine. Should we get closer and see if we can see what's going on? Yes. Yeah. Stealthily! I'm assuming we're doing a really wide circle around the outside yeah. rather yeah. than like going too near the camp. I see, I like, well, in stupid. order to see, you kind of need to yeah get within a certain distance and hide behind the trees and look. So uh, give me some stealth rolls. Shit. Ooh, Ooh, those so are both good. really good. Oh, I've had the most 24. of the same. Uh, 23. Uh, 6. Yes. <laughs> 6. Help. That's always the thing, group stealth. You're only as stealthy as the least stealthiest person. I know. Unless you're adding up successes and failures. Depends how you do it. Uh, It really does depend how I'm doing it, yes. Uh, And that was quite a lot of successes. So, uh, as if the four of you kind of creep closer and you see uh, heading off uh, ten of the forty soldiers... Mm-hmm. have just formed together into a group and are now uh, moving off your know, muskets readied uh, deeper into the woods the opposite way to which you've come heading off towards the, uh, the sound that they've just heard others are beginning to kind of reassemble their weapons ready themselves some of those who are sleeping have kind of been roused uh, and you can see they're kind of slowly and cautiously getting into a position of readiness so there's still that ID. Can I yes. ask a question? How big's the portal? Probably will only appear within those uh, three uh, uh, those three pillars, which is about roughly a five foot cube. 
So if we made an illusion of a portal, that might draw him out before it opens. Ooh. Actually, that could work. Is that, yes. would, would a minor illusion fit in there? Um, oh, I can do bigger ones. Minor illusion is exactly a five foot cube, so yeah. yeah. But, but the minor illusion is also a still image. I can do a not still image now. I have major Ooh, image. Oh, yes. Okay, so let's do that conversation in character. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was just... Yeah. Um, we could make an illusion of the portal, but I don't know how good it's going to be. Mine's very still. Dreamfold did something to me. I think I can do bigger ones now. All right. Well, I think if I can, can make it make noise and move and stuff. Well, if you can do that, we can uh, draw them out before the portal's even here. Even yeah, better. maybe get rid of the soldiers before there's any actual potential Dreamfold monsters coming out of it. Yeah. I'm liking this more and more. Fighty, yeah. what do you think? I think it's as good a plan as any. We've probably got less than two minutes before a sunset hits anyway, great, so it's a great time it. to do let's it. Let's do it. Okay, you step right. forward, Celestia. You've, um, you see... I, I need to be within 120 feet, but I yeah. would like to be no closer than that. Okay, preferably. so as you're getting closer, cause uh, cause an escape. You see a moment where Celestia almost steps in a dry twig, and you both catch her and <laughs> manage to stop her in time. Group self check. Yeah, whip Thank it you. away. I don't know what's wrong with me. You're both the best. Um, so um, and you all move to within 100, exactly 120 feet of the portal, which is 90 feet away. Uh, yeah, which is necessarily 90 feet away from the, uh, yeah, from the thing, because I said it was a 60-foot ra- diameter, not radius. So I'm going to, um, how I picture this happening, rainbow spirit, purple spirit, and although you can't really see it, sound spirit all sort mm. of come together. And it's like a really, it's like the rainbow spirit is sort of like a paintbrush, and it paints a really small picture of the portal. Mm. sort of where my cupped hands are like I kind of take a minute to like put it together yeah. like like I'm drawing a picture sort and of also, thing yeah. the, like Corson you can see this but Scamp you just see the image start to form yeah. in her hands and That's then cool. I throw it basically and it appears yeah. where I yeah, want it to be like and it's all filters out of existence and, and reappears like and you watch as a perfect uh, re- a, a, a perfect facsimile of the Jimothy portal, strange sounds, the coruscating rainbow lights, and everything just starts to uh, just swells into being in the middle of the camp. Immediately, the thirty soldiers are like what the fuck, and they they start grabbing portal uh, guns. Some of them actually try and shoot into the uh, portal. I make it like. Um make little sort of big <laughs> warp streamfold explosions yeah. whenever they shoot into it. Um, and, um, and you see them all starting to sort of to make it distance. smell like just before a storm, like that kind of thing. Yeah, like know. you get the mm, sensory ozone. experience, yeah. uh, like the sparks of ozone, the th- it, it, like everything is... Uh, uh, and at that point you hear uh, just quickly, just uh, just as this is happening, you also hear just from the forest to the to the north you guys are approaching we'll say from the east uh just a couple of strangled ah! Ah! sounds which you realized you've been uh but as this happens and, and the soldiers who are kind of distracted by the sight of the uh portal you see a figure uh just a silhouette of a long-limbed gray-skinned humanoid figure Stitched on head, stitched up gut, and a long noose uh, in its uh, uh, in its uh, hand. 
hooks the noose onto uh, a tree and uh, oh yeah, and a long coil of rope around its waist and uh, swings down towards the uh, portal that I'd it like can to make see. it do a really loud roar to try and make the soldiers go away. Like, oh yeah, no, no, they're all giving this thing a good ten foot b- uh, radius. But although as uh, as he passes, the figure is, uh, swings down, just almost unthinkingly slashes uh, with his claws uh, at one of, uh, at one of the figures uh, in the way. Just on, just purely as an afterthought. Go for that. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, and just sli- uh, pun- uh, just grabs uh, the, uh, just one soldier's throat, crushes his windpipe with one hand, slashes open his belly, uh, and um, <laughs> says, "I'm sorry to make, I'm sorry to make this rather swift, but thank you for the parting gift." And leaps into the portal. Is he with one hundred and twenty feet? He stands on the other, on the other side. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. Something I wanted to do as soon as I saw him. Oh, no, no. If you've got a thing prepared, you can do that. You can, you... Uh, was he within 120 feet? Yes, it is. Uh, the, he must be because the, the, portal. the portal is 120 yeah. feet from where you are. As soon as I see him, I would like to cast slow. Okay. Uh, is that a wisdom save? Uh, yeah, yes. and up to six creatures within a 40-foot cube of him. If there's any of the soldiers... Just go, oh, yeah, easily you grab uh, a random six of the soldiers. Uh, we'll say... Well, you... up, up to six, so including him, five okay. soldiers. So five soldiers. And we'll say you include the uh, sergeant in that, because she's quite yeah. nearby. Uh, okay. Let's get, the, let's get the steps for the galleys man up. Uh, so, uh, that is... Uh, okay, as it strikes, I uh, can, can. Oh, hmm. You feel the neck kind of. I kind of want to use a. Like, with bend luck. Yeah. I can do it before all the effects take place, but after they've rolled. Okay. Well. But I know what my spell save is. Is that cheating? Feels no, like that's cheating. that's not cheating. So you, as you cast it, you can feel the spell take it. Uh, it's taking effect. Um, uh, they, yeah, no, I, I, like, they did not meet your save DC. Okay, so uh, I, don't need yes. to use, yeah. I don't need to bend luck. Yeah, you don't need to bend luck. However, you can feel the spell closing in on on your targets. The five soldiers all suddenly, it's as if they're moving through molasses. But as you see, Smith's uh, actions start to slow. You see, he seems to just shudder for a moment and shrug, and then springs back into action. You, the good news is, you got him to use up his legendary resistance. Uh, I mean, okay. that's not a bad, bad news thing, is, actually. He's not yeah. slowed. Okay, so if I can have those initiative scores, please. Okay. Uh, Twelve from me. Eleven. Thirteen. Hey, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Pausing. Eleven from Scamp. Let's see how Fighty did. Fighty got a nine. Uh, Fighty, like, never rolls good initiative. I swear, yeah, like, he never of... rolls good initiative. Right. Let's just roll for the soldiers and see what they got. <laughs> okay. I'm really hoping we don't fight them. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, and then let's roll for Smith. Okay. Uh... 
So, top of the round, it's the soldiers. Oh, okay. Um, so, they've not seen you. Good. He's they, just killed one of them. <laughs> they didn't see really. They didn't, they've just seen weird shit happen. Uh, didn't peg the illusion on you. Didn't they noticed that they've slowed? But something horrifying has just gone into the center of, of all of this and decided to start trying to murder them all. So they're going to attack Smith now. Okay, thin um, red line or blue line, navy blue. Uh, thin, <laughs> the thin blue line uh, are. It's kind of divide. They just kind of like present muskets from the. I love slowed down voices. So there are thirty of them. Uh, so, fun fact: the Dungeon Master's Guide uh, has rules for ma- for uh, massed volleys uh, really? <laughs> of NPCs against a single character. Oh, just in case this happens, it basically. I was unaware get, of that. Yeah, it gets statistical. Is what happens. <laughs> Interesting. Ah. Uh, it's kind of a. We're situation. about to get statistical. statistical. <laughs> we're fucking nerds, aren't yeah. we? Um, <laughs> I just had a moment of like, we're such fucking nerds. That's not a bad thing. I just noticed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see if I can just just quickly find it. It's one. It's somewhere at the back near the monster generation uh, area. Uh, I realise this because, yeah, this is actually an occasion where this might be useful. Okay, uh, so... Uh, can't find it, I'll just do it from memory. Uh, read it today, I'm sure I can remember it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do they need to hit him? What can they actually manage to achieve? Well, the good news is uh, that means that... They've got something like a 35% chance of, of hitting him. So let's say 30... What's what's a third? 10. Okay, let's just do okay. this. Uh, in the interest of me not rolling... Uh, TV, Thousands of checks, not, yeah. not rolling 20d6. Uh, let's do that as a straight round. So that's 7. That's 1, 8. Okay! <laughs> With an impressive series of blasts. Um, yeah, Smith takes 80 points of damage. Jesus. Nice. Uh, as complaining he is there. just gunned repeatedly by uh, all of these fucking entities. Wow. Never let those u- rules be used against us. Just never let that happen. <laughs> Yeah. That would be horrifying. Yeah. So, this is where things are going to get interesting. Uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, so the first thing uh, Smith is going to do, realising that the gate is not real, uh, is it's uh, is he's going to take a legendary action and <laughs> leaps into the air to the far side of the, uh, 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 of the clearing. So he's now on the on the west, you said you guys were approaching from the east, I think. No? Yeah. But fuck it, you're approaching from the east. He heads over to the west side mm-hmm. um, yeah. and leaps into the trees there. Uh, so he is now 150 feet from you guys. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, which is an important thing to be aware of. Uh, and then it's his turn. 
Okay, so, uh, it's kind of, yeah, he's a weird one. He's, he moves behind uh, one of the tree trunks so that he has some cover. Uh, and we'll say, uh, you see here the, uh, the, the rope around his uh, waist. He flicks his hands forwards and um, three coils of rope come into your, uh, just, uh, just uncoil and snake outwards, forming little nooses at their ends. S and I'll roll an attack for each of these. Let's see if he hits. Okay, only misses with one of them. One of the nooses flies past, and you see the uh, musketman there kind of pull up, duck out of the way and miss. The other two, the nooses slip down over their necks, and they are just pulled into the woods. Just oh. drags them back, and they vanish uh, into the darkness. Smith steps behind the tree again, and you just see a moment where the shadow, where he just leaps. He is also hiding on this occasion. Mm -hmm. See how well, if he's well enough to bypass your passive perceptions. Hmm. Okay, Smith is currently hidden from you. Uh, you do not know where he is. You will need to, if you want to try and search him out, you'll need a, a perception check. Uh, okay. Smith is gone. Uh, so this is uh, Corzin next. Okay. Um, Corzin is going to try and skirt around the uh, the edge of the circle uh, moving to where he uh, thinks Smith's last known location is keeping an eye out for him. Okay can so I it's worth mentioning uh, you can, you guys are 90 feet from the edge of the circle right now from the opposite end so you're still like, as I said, you're a good 150 feet away from last, Smith's last known location. So yeah, I was just thinking, if I cross it, then the, the soldiers are going to see me. And yeah, we'll, so you're kind of we'll getting closer. All right, we'll say that, uh, accounting for like little diagonal distances, you've moved so that you're now 130 feet away. Okay. From where you where you last saw him. Give me a perception check. Okay, perception. Uh, do I still have advantage? Or no, no, I would have to cast Hunter's Mark on him. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay, so just regular perception. That is a thirteen. Okay. Uh, so that's a thirteen. No, you're kind of scanning the trees, but you can't see, catch any sight of him. Looking up though, you can see the last rays of sunlight are, are now departing. The sun is about has almost finished setting. Um. Okay, next up in the initiative order, it's Celestia. Um, I'm going to move up to where Corzin is as well. Yep. So I'm going to move another 30 feet. Yep, so you, you um, can actually move slightly past Corzin because you've got longer legs. There's not a lot I can yeah. do to Smith from here. Is it an action to try and spot him? Or Yes, it's an action to make a perception check. Of, once you've spotted him, you can call out his location to everyone else. But Yeah. Mm, do I want to do that or do I want to try and get rid of the soldiers the think... soldiers are um, attacking him as much as we are at the moment so true also as a note on the mass combat rules generally uh, it won't be a case where 30 soldiers all try and shoot one target normally yeah <laughs> 
but mm. they would have done like yeah if you guys, end, by if you guys end up in this situation that's not really the role we'd necessarily use at least they'd try and spread them out amongst all of you <laughs> yeah because uh, the thing is the soldiers are good for shooting him but we also can't go anywhere while they're there mm. so I'm trying to work out if I want to make some of them run away It's up to you. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I've thought of something. So, um, okay, I can manipulate this image. Yeah, like it's fine, yeah. isn't it? It's, uh, does think... that take an action? I assume it does. Oh, let me check the rules and that. Cause... I've got a spell card, but it'll say more in the book. So... It'll say more in the book. So, major yeah. image. Uh, this from memory, I don't think it does. Oh, so I might be able to do both. You might be able to, but let me just check. Because uh, it's major image. You create an armor joke to last for dura- last for the duration. Concentration up to ten minutes. Um, yuck. As long as you're in the range, you can use your action to cause the image to move to any other spot within range. Not uh, moving it. As the image changes location, you can alter its appearance so the movements appear natural for the image. Uh, interesting. I. <laughs> I would rule mm-hmm. that. Oh, okay. No, similarly, you can cause the illusion to make different sounds at different times, even making it carry on a conversation. So, yeah, is an action to manipulate the image because at the moment it's kind of in a stable loop of being being a being the dreamful yeah. portal. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But if you want to make it do a, a significantly different thing, it takes an action. Yeah. Fuck it. So I. I think clearing the way for us would not be a bad shout. So I'm going to make it sort of open up like it's a smiling mouth. It's still a portal. And it's just going to go run. Oh, nice. I'll let you combine that with an intimidation check. Thank you. That's horrifying. Nice. Um, 27. <laughs> oh yeah. So there was a magic number in my head and you beat it. The soldiers start to almost all of the soldiers except for the poor sods who are slowed uh, in the <laughs> middle who start moving very slow begin sort of to looking oh shit oh shit um, and they start backing and turning. Uh, it's not their turn yet. Ooh, but... This was a good spell choice, guys. Yeah, you can see they all. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all look spooked. I'm gonna say they're all frightened of the portal right now. Right. Cool. They're Excellent. all frightened because the magic number is 25 for everyone. Oh, awesome. with reducing hell. numbers that yeah, with 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 le- yeah, less less meaning less of them are affected. Yeah, everyone's horrified. Uh, um... So yeah, everyone's horrified of this fucking just like giant mouth. <sighs> bonus action that I can do because I've moved and done an action but I could do a bonus action yep um fuck it um cause and get the fucker inspiration (laughs) excellent thank you so that's a d8 now isn't it yes darling yes a d8 yep okay Okay, uh, next up in initiative, it's Scamp. Yes, Scamp. Again, can I move a little bit more towards where I think he might have been? Okay, you're you're joining the the other two. Um, 
so I'm moving that way, but not in a clump. Okay, I want to so keep enough clump, distance that he can't put do the three nooses out thing that he did yep. before. Fair enough. Uh, so you're I'm eyeball it so that we're not in. I'm not in the same range. Yeah, you're as kind there. of broadly going, but you're. you're good, I'm going to say you're a good fifteen feet away from them. Cool. And I guess I have a little look around because there's not much else to do. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. <laughs> Five. Oh, sorry. Uh, no. Oh, also, I've been criminally uh, wasting those legendary actions. Uh, okay, those legendary actions have now been taken. It's a five. That's ominous. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you do not see him. Okay. Uh, so, that makes it Fighty's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you've got... Sorry, do, uh, do you have a bonus action you want to take? Uh, nah, not really. Cool. All right. Fighty is going to move next to Scamp. Because <laughs> I've uh, got limited movement, but also kind of just like wanting to give some protection to Scamp if need be. Uh, and similarly, staying hidden from the soldiers is going to try and look for... That... Oh, I actually need to check Fighty's... Fighting is a minus two to perception, so um don't know why I bothered with that. <laughs> yeah. that is he even capable of rolling high enough? That was a twelve. Um I mean he could have gotten a crit. Um but mm. yeah. Yeah, no, Fighty uh Fighty does not see Not his uh, area. <laughs> not see Smith either. Last well, reaction taken. Okay, so the at which point the round uh, comes... Uh, that's the end of round one. And... Um, the sun sets. Celestia, you can see this because you're kind of oh, consciously aware of what of the difference between your portal mm-hmm. and the what's really in the centre. And you see the first gold and red ribbons start to form like all like St. Elmo's fire uh, just like little glimmerings begin to burn up the interior of the three uh, pillars Uh, it's not here yet but you can tell that the true portal is forming now that the sun is set Uh, so round two has begun the soldiers go first and with the exception of the poor sods who are slow to only make it a small distance because they can just about move and that's it uh they get 30 feet so they get to the edge of the clearing the rest of them break the soldiers all just start running in every direction they are blankly terrified fun fact you could have you pretty much could have gotten exactly the same result with a fear spell yeah <laughs> without a check it's a route it's yeah, essentially it's a route. Not exactly, but not quite, quite though, because it's a thirty-foot cone. True, you'd have probably gotten about so half. So I wouldn't have got all of them. Yeah. Still, though, on this occasion, though, yeah, hitting a twenty-five DC with a fucking monster mouth. Yeah, no, they are gone. Yeah. They want no <laughs> part of this. Um, Mostly wanted them to break rank, to be honest, so that we yeah. didn't have to run across three a big of camp them, of soldiers to get to. Three of them run to. past you. I'm going to see if they care. They don't. <laughs> they, they none of them rolled uh, below a ten on their attitude score. They all, none of them give a shit right now. There are bigger th- worries for them. Not getting eaten for one. Yeah. <laughs> As the portal is just, uh, it's making nom nomming sounds in the middle. <laughs> uh, okay. 
which makes it Smith's go. Uh, under the circumstances, then... Yeah. Yeah, I know you'd go for. There is a sound from above. Celestia, give me a... Make a dexterity save with disadvantage. Oh, that's really scary. <laughs> uh, tell me what you get. Oh, it's not great, guys. Um, that is a 12. Um, I will add a d4 to that. Thank and use you. some sorcery points. Oh, be lovely. Okay. Feels like it could help. Uh, 14. Not quite enough. Shit. You see the shadowy above only a moment too late as... A noose drops from above and uh, around your neck and you just feel uh, you are hoisted ten feet into the air as you see the gangly form of Stringer Smith above ties off the uh, uh, is he going to bother moving? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, he, he leaps uh, another 40 feet 40 feet away towards the center of the uh, uh, of the uh, uh, of the chain uh, of, of the clearing so um, I lose concentration by the way if that required a check uh, kind of would have at the end of your turn but not yet okay cool, 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 yeah because cool. it doesn't deal you damage yet oh right cool okay, yeah you're, so. this this works under suffocation rules. do i make it again or should do you want me to use not that exactly one? we'll get to we'll get to that in a, cool. minute, in a minute when it's your turn uh but actually no i'll tell you what happens. <laughs> i'm a bad you're person to be suffocating you are strang- you are currently being strangled uh breaking free of the strangle requires uh you to make an athletics or acrobatics check or someone else to make an athletics check uh or enough damage to be dealt to the rope uh to break you free mm-hmm. you're, while strangled your speed is zero <laughs> Uh, you can survive a number of rounds equal to constitution modifier, minimum one. At the end of that last round, you drop to zero hit points and pass out. Um, oh, no. At the end of every turn, you remain strangled while at zero hit points, you lose two death saving throws. Oh, uh, shit. I have Dropping a con to... modifier of minus one. Yes. So yes. what does so this you've mean? Got one, you've minimum got one, one round. So got at the one end round. of your good, turn, good. if you are still in the noose, you're dropping conscious. Right. You'll drop to zero. Cool. Um, so you have been noosed, uh, and yes, yeah, Smith is going to drag you with him. So, Shit. uh, it's actually 20 feet away because it's half speed to drag someone. So you are swung between the trees, fumbling at your throat, uh, as uh, Smith leaps forwards. Uh, so yeah, you guys are now, we'll say that you're now about, uh, 40 feet from the edge of the clearing. Um, actually, no, it would be even closer than that. You're about 20 feet from the edge of the clearing now, um, but you're now, you're just suspended from this rope in the air. Given that he can't really hide while you are uh, hanging from a rope with him, he ties off the rope, uh, the noose, onto a tree above and then steps behind the trunk to give himself uh, partial cover. Uh, that is Smith's turn. Causing, you're up next. Okay. Um, well, I obviously can't reach Celestia if she's ten foot above me. Mm-hmm. But 
Would it be possible to shoot out the uh, the rope or the branch it's attached to? Yes, if you can do enough damage to the rope and or branch, as the case may be. Branch okay, would be easier I... to hit, but likely to have more hit points, potentially. No, it's it, it's the only thing I can do. I'm, I'm going to um, uh, take out my pistols and uh, try and uh, uh, take it down. Okay. Because it's, it's still within uh, uh, range of those, so I should be all right. All right. But give me some. Give me some shots. Okay. First one. That is a uh, twenty-five to hit. That hits the rope. Roll damage. Okay. It's a D ten. Ice cream dice don't fail me now. Uh, that's six. Uh, percussive. <laughs> the rope frays. And lower, and you feel the you feel it around your throat as you sort of drop about two inches, but not enough to break it entirely. All right, second shot. That is a an eleven to hit. Smacks into a tree nearby, misses. So thin, small target. Uh, yeah, just give me a chance to do things on that one when people. <laughs> Before you say what happens, because I could have... Oh, sorry. My apologies. Um, also, don't forget your inspiration. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a valid I... point. I will say, like, I, I, like the fact is, ah. partly because of the distance like and, and, and technical issues, because we all record and there's like, a slight amount of delay, you can interrupt. I will give you, make a house rule that you can interrupt me uh, while I'm delivering the results and, uh, and try to bend luck. Right. Okay, I probably won't think fast enough to do that if you've started talking, if I'm honest. Okay, but continue. Sorry. But but yeah, like if you do think to do it, like do interrupt me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll try to make all. But I'll, on this occasion, if you want to, I'll let you bro better luck. It feels like it's cheating at this point because you okay. did say. Uh, but you, if you want to use the inspiration, you can though, Gauzin. Uh, okay, I think you know, it was close enough. It's worth it. So I'm going to use the inspiration. It's a D8. It's quite a yeah. lot. Yeah. Potentially, anyway. Okay, would a subsequent uh, force so that there be 15 with that hit? Just narrowly passes by okay. it. Damn it! Oh, should have done that one. Yeah. Okay, uh, no, it had to be done. Had to be done. Okay, uh, that's both your pistols. Um, I mean, do you have three pistols? Because technically you can. Oh, no, no, that requires feet to do the pistol bandolier thing. Yeah, no, I've, ju I've just got two. Bollocks. Yeah, okay. Uh, you've still got your bonus action, though. No, no, sorry, yeah. that takes your bonus action to fire the second pistol. Yeah, what am I talking about? Nonsense. Action. Okay, do you, uh, yeah, and you've moved as close as you can beneath her uh, yeah. already, I think you said. That's okay. all I can do. Uh, so, end of, uh, end of your turn. Uh, Smith is going to take uh, some... He's going to take a uh, legendary action. And reaches down with uh, another of the of the rope, sort of snake-like, unhooks from his uh, belly and whips down at you uh, with a little noose at the end. Uh, that's a seventeen to hit. Uh, can I do a minus d four on that one? Yes, you can. Uh, roll the d four. I can't remember your armor class, but it feels like that might do the difference. Oh, minus do four. Get? Uh, it's two sorcery points to do it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So minus um, four. 
Yeah, and it's that's, my reaction, so yeah, that's, so that's my reaction. That's 13, and I know for a fact that's not enough to hit. Uh, no, no. no I need to learn your guys' armor class. Yeah. That would be really helpful. My armor class is 15. 14. Okay. okay you see the Thank moose uh, snaking down, and just at that moment, Corzin, whether it's your halfling luck or some other fact, you kind of slip on a, uh, on, on a rotting old leaf and stumble, and it just pulls your head out of the way. Uh, okay. Uh, Celestia. You have this round of consciousness. Um, so the rope's pretty frayed, yeah. Rope's pretty frayed. You are, yeah, you're stuck. Uh, you're, like you can't, you can't move from your current location, but otherwise you're free to move. To um, can I get my rapier out and try and cut the rest of it? Yes, you can. Make an attack roll. Okay. Oh, Go no, on. Come on. Oh, dirty twenty. Okay, roll damage. Okay, come on. Have you get enough? Uh, eight. Sing! <laughs> you drop to the ground, uh, landing on your knees, and pull open the noose. <laughs> okay. You are no Nicely longer suffocating. Uh, bonus action. Bonus action. Is there anything I want to do? Sorry, I'm panicking. Mm. <laughs> uh, do you have cutting words? Vicious mockery? Something? Vicious mockery is not a bonus action, darling. Um, oh, it's no. an action. Uh... Oh. I mean, I've not taken any damage, have I? No. Uh, no, you don't actually take damage until from it, unless, it, you str- unless yeah. you're unless suffocated. Uh, you know, I'm going to leave it. I think. Okay. The um. Uh, from above, then. Oh, uh, and I'll try and move behind some sort of cover if I can. Okay, you I'll cover. do that. That's my other thing. It's been helpful. Everything you've done, all the times you've ran. But all you can do is delay the gallows man. And uh, legendary action. Uh, uh, Smith is going to whip down again. And this is just a, whip, a straight up whip attack. Uh, at, we'll say Celestia because you, uh, you, uh, you got out of his clutches. That is a 25 to hit. Oh my god, it's so oh hits. Boy. It's kind of wraps cr- around uh, around your free hand for a moment. The noose tightens for a moment before pulling off. It doesn't get your neck, uh, but it does kind of scrape at all of the mm. skin uh, along. Oh, that yeah. sounds horrible. It's, it's, oh, it's awful rope burn. You, you, you only take five points of damage, though. Oh. These, are only, uh, these are comparatively little attacks. Uh, so that makes it Scampska. Okay, can I see him? I can, can't I, at this point? And how uh, far yes. away is he? You can see him. He is currently 20 feet away from you. Uh, well, I mean, oh. technically 30 feet if you are... Uh, more like maybe 40 feet if you count for the fact that he's high up in the air. Uh, do I get my reaction back on the beginning of you my turn? You get your reaction back when your turn starts. So I've got my reaction back now. Yeah. Okay. In which case, I will move so that I'm we're not too much clumped again, just yep. making sure we're staying apart. And I will try slow again. Okay. New wisdom save. <sighs> <sighs> uh, 
you see his his movements, his reactions just slow down to a glacial pace. Okay? Nice. And I will use a bonus action to convert a first level spell to sorcery points. Okay. Nice. Uh, I gotta check something. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna sh- keep as much out of his range as possible if I've got any more movement. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, uh, you could conceivably, if you wanted to move, because how much range does slow have? What's the re- What's the distance of that? Uh, it's a lot. 120. Yeah, I mean, like, if you wanted to get well out of his way, you were 20 feet away, so. I don't want to be too far from my friends. Okay, I mean, you've got up to 30 feet of movement, so you could move, like, a full, like, 50 feet away? Oh, no, like 70 feet away from him if you went just the other way. But it would also put you 50 feet from your friends. Um, I can't move that much, though. Okay. Oh, I was away from the You menu. start 20 oh, feet away yeah. from your game. Sorry, brain not working. Uh, I will put myself... Seven... Well, how long Maths. 40 feet. Uh, at least 50 feet from him. Okay, you put yourself 50 feet from him, uh, which I'm going to say leaves you, like, a good 30 feet from your friends because of height differences. Okay, so Skimp is over here. And that's 30 and 50 by height. Fine. Uh, So this is where I quickly check a certain effect Slow has and how much that affects one of his abilities. Target speed is halved. Awesome. Minus two penalty to AC and dex saves. Can't use reactions. Either an action or a bonus action, but not both. Cannot make more than one ranged or or melee attack during its turn. Okay. Technically, doesn't say no legendary actions and I don't yeah. know. No, I don't think it And would. I really don't want to set up a precedent where you can cancel out legendary actions. No, that's you know, legendary yeah. actions kind of feel like their own thing. They are legendary. Yeah. 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 They're like another turn, so he can do an action on his own yeah. legendary turn. Yeah. Uh, which, which is the legendary action. So yes. that's yeah. Uh, which he will now do. Uh so and he is going to launch a whip out. Sixty feet's not quite sorry, fifty feet's not quite far enough. That scamp. Uh, so this is that is a seventeen to hit. Uh, can I use my reaction to? Yes, you can. Do a minus d four to that. Uh, oh, I don't know what to roll. Oh, it's another four. Ha! Thank you, rainbow dice. I that love my should be enough dice. to put you below the mage armor limit. Below fifteen. So, yeah. Yeah. As you as the whip slices forwards, you just it it just kind of catches on a tree branch and doesn't quite reach you before slithering back around uh, Smith's uh, midriff. Okay, I think that's all of his legendary actions for this turn, which makes it Fighty's go. Uh, Fighty is going to run up beneath uh, uh, him and flip the fuck out. Yes. (laughs) Why don't you come down here and pick a fight with someone considerably smaller than you? Um, uh, Perfect. Fighty is just is going to throw knives um, because Smith is is like twenty feet in the air. (laughs) Can't reach him. Twat him in the face, Fighty. Um, So let's throw two knives uh, because he can do that. And uh, you know what? Let's do this recklessly. Can yeah, you can reckless with a ranged attack. That's fine. 
Uh, so one of those was a crit, and yes. the other was only a fifth. Was a fifteen, which is not quite. Which well, was a fifteen. You've used your reaction, so I don't have to wait. Uh, was not quite enough uh, to hit. So one knife flies up into the air and then lands on the ground, but the other one <laughs> manages to catch him right where the C-section scarring would be. Uh, so that's double doubly knife effect. Okay, total of 10 points of damage. Given the damage he's already sustained, that's not bad. Really not bad. Top of the round. Soldiers continue running into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> the slowed uh, soldiers. They're not slowed anymore, it's concentration. Actually, Those guys are fine. you started a new slow. Suddenly yeah. break out of their glacial... <laughs> Uh, of their glacial speed and burst away. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> okay, uh, so that makes it uh, at the end of their turn. Uh, and yeah, he's going to use every fucking advantage he can get. Uh, let's go. Let's use a legendary action whip attack against uh, Scamp. Well, he ran out. New round. Oh, new round. Of course it is. Uh. Yeah. Uh, that's a twenty-four. Fucking yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, that one is. Um, <laughs> so you take uh, seven points of slashing damage and a concentration save, please. A concentration check, please. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna tides of chaos. This. Okay, tides are active. <laughs> I just don't want to fail it. Uh, yeah, one of those was bad, so that's good. Uh, that's like. Uh, 24? Oh yeah, it's well above 10. Ooh. Uh, oh yeah, the 6 would have been good enough. My con save's nice. Yeah, oh, well. it's great. Okay. <laughs> worth, yeah, worth, <laughs> worth using. Uh, you are 50 feet from him, which makes a difference, because he might only have half speed, but he's got a speed of 40 normally. So, for his turn, he is... Oh yeah, by the way, start the new round. Round 3. The... Uh, Sester, I guess you're still concentrating on the. You've still got the major illusion up in your mind, so you can just see, but coming through it, that sort of St. Elmo's fire of orange and of gold and red uh, mm. begins now to spiral into a little vortex, into a, a very thin vortex in the very centre of the uh, three stones. It kind of pulses and starts to grow larger and larger, but it's not quite wide enough for someone to fit through it. Mm. But it can't be long now. Um, okay, uh, that makes it, uh, still Smith's go. Sorry, I've lost track. Uh, so <laughs> Legendary actions yeah, get confusing, yeah, it's cool. So yeah. Smith <laughs> is gonna, yeah, he needs this broken if he can. He's gonna leap close, he's gonna leap 20 feet <laughs> closer to Scamp, putting you within the 30 foot rate reach I need. Aww. Uh, so... <laughs> The primary noose is launched forwards uh, from his hand. Uh, the good news is you got rid of his bonus action, so he couldn't hide to give uh, uh, beforehand mm. uh, to make this harder. So a straight dexterity check, please, Scamp. Uh, check or save? Sorry, uh, save. It makes no difference, save. actually. Okay. Oh, boy, I can't save. do anything to do with that. This... Oh, that's really good for me. That's 18. Oh, that's not bad. Just enough. Yes! You, yeah. you kind of almost fall back onto your ass before and scramble up, just managing to uh, to slip the supernaturally guided noose. It's uh, It just closes shut in midair and then slinks back to his hands. 
61! Let's call a truce. I can always let you slip the noose. This world is full of fun, it seems. But let me go back to the land of dreams. Uh, that oh, is pass. The... Yeah, that's the end of Smith's turn. Cause him. He gets another save at the end of his turn, though. He does. Thank you. No, we're good. Cool. Okay, <laughs> can I get within 60 feet of him? Oh, you're already within 60 feet of him. He's, Hunter's uh, mark like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's 40 feet away <laughs> yes. from you, accounting for vertical distance. Right, okay. Um, both barrels. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, the first one is going to be a 12 to hit. Uh, that's not enough. Nope. Okay. No. So. I think so. Okay. Second one. Smashes against a tree. That's gonna be a oh a dirty twenty. That is enough. This one impacts. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's uh, that's eleven percussive damage and hunter's mark. Uh, further three. So yeah, fourteen, 14 total. total. Cool. I'm trying to cover as much ground as I can between uh, me and him. If I'm in uh, within 60 feet, I'm moving towards him. I'm still shooting, but I'm trying to uh, uh, to close the distance to melee. Okay. You get, I mean, you can get directly beneath him. He's he's 20. Feet, he's basically like 15 feet up in the air. All right, um, yeah. If I'm uh, directly beneath him, I'm uh, uh, I'm going to get there. Um, start uh, reloading my pistols. Yeah. And say, come on, we've got unfinished business. Uh, uh, Smith kind of grin as the as the bullet strikes Smith. You see the flesh kind of explodes, and what seems like black blood uh, 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 sort of spurts forth. But it suddenly seems to turn powdery and almost wisps away into the air, leaving just like a, a dark hole uh, where you've shot him. Now that you look at it, you can see his actually his body's riddled with these dark holes from all of the musket fire. Mm. Uh, that came him early. He's in a pretty bad state. At least I mean, he's taken upwards of a hundred damage. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, he yeah, has. yeah, he has. Um, and uh, he <laughs> uh, grins down at you with his uh, blackened uh, teeth and just empty black eyes. I should thank you for your dreams, but we're finished now. You brought me into being. Uh, and that, is, and he's going to legendary action. Uh, so straight. How close is? It? Okay, no. Uh, straight down. Then uh, he is going to whip. Uh, that. Yeah, it might not be enough anyway. That's a no, no, no that's a thirteen. Thirteen? No. Nope. Yeah, just you pull out of the way, and it just kind of slashes against the heavy, the thick uh, waistcoat, uh, sort of the uh, waistcoat you wear. All right, uh, one, two. He's got one left. Uh, yes, he does. Okay, Celestia, you're up next. Uh, okay. 
How far away from him am I right He's now? He's about 40 feet away because Great. of the Great, I'm going to stay yeah. where I am. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to look up at him and say, you know, it's a good thing you changed your fucking name because Stringer Smith's really not that intimidating and I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at level yeah. three. Nice. Oh. So, yeah, that's... Oh. Wisdom. Finally. So that's a 16. Yeah. No, sorry, not a, six, uh, not a 16. That's an 18 on the save. Ah, he saves. Yeah. Um, cool. But he still takes half damage, so I will roll right. that. Whoa. One, two, three, four, five. It's a shame. It's really good damage. Mm. Um, six, nine, 14, 20 damage. So he Whoa. takes 10. Oh. <laughs> As you as your words strike him, you see there's almost strange lashes to his being, and sections of him ripple and sort of flake away into this black dust, Ooh. which kind of evaporates away, as if your words are having a very physical impact on the on his existence. Um, now turn to Scamp and go, Scamp, finish the fucker, and you're going to get inspiration. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So it's a D8. Thank you. That's lovely. Mm. Yeah, okay, for his legendary action, uh, he is going to leap toward, away from uh, Corzin towards Celestia. He gets 20 feet closer. Mm-hmm. He's now 20 feet closer to you. Uh, which Is he on the ground or is he no, no, up on in the... No, no, he's in the air. Until he gets within the uh, clearing, he can still stay in the trees. Uh, so he, by the way, based on that position, he is now being over where Celestia is. He is currently twenty feet from the edge of the clearing, fifty feet from the portal. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Which is worth noting, and directly above Celestia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, scamp. Uh, okay. Oh. Right. So the end of its turn. I'm just trying to work out how long does command last? It's till the end of the creature's turn, isn't it? It's one full turn. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anywhere around that I can hide? Oh, uh, there's trees everywhere. Right. Lovely. Then, uh, how far away is he from me at the moment? Right now, he's the full fifty feet away from you again. Cool. Uh, I will cast. Just double checking. This isn't concentration. No, it's not. I will cast command on him. Okay. And just say, freeze. Oh. Fifteen. Uh, save a sixteen. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And oh, what's going to be more useful? Oh, let's do some damage, Sonic. Uh, I will back away some. <laughs> I will back away thirty feet. Okay. And then I will um. Quicken a firebolt so I can do it as a. I'm not. Yeah, it has to be a. Bo- it has to be a cantrip, doesn't it? Yeah, I will quicken a firebolt so I can do it as a bonus action. 
Okay, go for it. Okay, um, that should be enough, actually. I don't think I need the inspiration. That's a 22. That is enough. That hits. Nice. I don't know if fire's going to hurt him very badly, but let's try it. Give it a crack. I've not actually hit him with anything yet. He's made out of mainly rope. You'd hope so. (laughs) Um, not bad. That's... 12. Yes, 12 fire damage. (laughs) You see the rope catches and burns. Uh, and some more and more of this flesh is beginning to sort of slough away into this fine black dust. Oh, grim. Um, that's my bonus action, that's my movement, that's my action, that's everything. Okay, Fighty's gonna throw some knives. Uh, one of those hits. There's an extra few points of damage. Extra six now. Okay. Top of the round. Let me just check this. Freeze. Doesn't move, takes no actions. Means. Great, so you can just stun a creature for a turn. Okay. I guess he's. takes no legendary actions, cannot take any actions until the end of his turn. So. All of those actions. No, that's fine. That's the end of his turn. Now he gets to roll his save against slow. Yeah. Nope, still slow. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like frustrated for the. You know, it's like, yeah, I can get frustrated. You know. <laughs> oh no, you're totally allowed to. Yeah. I feel like a dick for doing it. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. It's All exactly right. what Scamp would do, though. Yeah. <laughs> I took a lot of utility spells. No, no, this is actually re- this is really efficient. It's like the, yep, no, that's. <laughs> He's running for a portal. I just need to slow him. Yeah, down. no, this is exactly the right thing to do. It's like, well, shit, the command spell. I did not know, realize this command spell could be used to stun a creature for a turn. Okay, that's fine. My, uh, uh, the, I deliberately didn't give him a very high wisdom score. Uh, okay, so that's yeah, that's his turn. That's it. Okay, calls him. <laughs> okay. Oh, damn it! Um, he's, he's basically this. This feels. This is, I feel like a callback to Tasha's hideous laughter at the start of the campaign. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are never going to fight another creature with low wisdom. That's what's going to happen now. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Corson is going to try and close the distance as best he can again and yeah. unload two more pistol shots into him. Okay, go for it. First one. That's a twenty-two. That hits. Hit. Right, okay, so first lot of damage. Uh, that is a six percussive. Okay, next and attack. Second shot. Uh, oh, that's a 23 to hit, so yeah. Um, Roll damage. Oh, yeah, that's uh, 14 percussive. And I've okay. got Hunter's Mark. That's my bonus action, isn't it? Or is it just there? It's just it's the, it's, it's, uh, right, it. in which case it. then, as my bonus action, I am going to invoke Slayer's Prey as well. Okay, go for it. So, firstly, the Hunter's Mark. That's an extra two points of damage. With the Slayer's Prey. For an extra six points of damage. Okay. He... Uh... With, as his legendary action, 
Smith leaps from the tree and you see him uh, he gets it he's in the air halfway to the portal which has in the fourth uh, final round swelled just wide enough that you can see the river beyond you take one two shots finish him <laughs> okay as he is sailing through the air I let off the first one it knocks him off course uh, he lands uh, on the ground I uh, walk up to him and I uh, place the uh, barrel of one of my uh, pistols against his head and say you should have stayed dead <laughs> <laughs> so cool uh, and as you blast uh, as you fire the shot it smashes through his head and the skull and pretty swiftly the, uh, just turns to black dust the same fine black dust as the Fingerwoods uh, and just splinters uh, the, you see as the whole body then begins to just crumble into this into this same fine black powder and starts to wisp away there is a moment where you see, you, Corson and Celestia, see just the outline of something struggling to hold together the image of Stringer Smith. Rise from the ashes, fighting, trying to keep this shape before becoming more and more diffuse, and then seeming to just crumble into a grayish blob of wisps of spirit before floating back into the through the dream portal into the dream fold no longer cohesive (sighs) 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 (sighs)
nothing else, nothing comes out oh, of the it. the river that we saw. Yeah, it's the river that from here. You can see the multicolored river over the, uh, over the sky above. Uh, I say to Farty, is that the one you ended up in a gondola on? I said I don't want to talk about it. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but do you, you see anything else in the distance? Like, or is it? Do we just see river? Just the river, and in the distance, just wisps and images of different places that fade in and out Ooh, of existence. So interesting. Just a city, a hedge maze, uh, some sort of co- a castle surrounded by woods. Mm. Like the whole place is in flux. Um. The, you do catch briefly in a glimpse of a palace with an open balcony and stairs, but it vanishes. Um, however, over ten minutes, you conjure together the shimmering uh, platform and begin piling as many food, as much food and supplies as you can. You actually get quite, you get a good five hundred pounds of food and supply. Yeah, I'm really tired, thing. so I'm just gonna let you guys do this yeah. bit and have a little nap um, on the floor. And <laughs> struggling back out, you emerge. Uh, over the next course of the next hour, you head back towards the village of, uh, oh, sorry, the town of Benoisville, and you can see in the very distance you could you could you hear almost the sound of fireworks. But as you emerge, finally you see a contingent of blue-coated uh, soldiers has arrived, uh, easily uh, perhaps a hundred and fifty of them. You can see where they have been. Some they have just been executing. Others they have been capturing the deserters that have fled out of the, uh, of the woods and place and binding them with rope or manacles. Others they've just been summarily executing if they try to run. Um, and as you return, you can see that you find yourself. Uh, you can see actually uh, someone has. Uh, very much shot the sergeant that was uh, at the head of this of this group of deserters in the head and left them by the roadside roadside after making sure to uh, swiftly decapitate them as well. There's a lot wow. of commanding prop- officer, yeah, prop- yeah, a lot of proper corpse disposal, although very abrupt corpse disposal in place. Yeah. Um, you see, some of them have what are essentially like entrenching spades that they are just using to swiftly decapitate with. Whoa. Whoa, I um, really sick. Yuck. <laughs> but the uh, and you see the the uh, as it, uh, the the villages this you know the various townsfolk are gathered around in the center around as the soldiers have moved into place. Uh, and upon seeing you emerge with the platform full of uh, uh, of supplies, uh, you see what uh, a, a group of the soldiers, about six of them. Uh, march towards you. Uh, hello! Uh, Major Jardin... Actually, it wouldn't be Major. Sorry, this would actually be... Yeah. Sergeant Jardine uh, wishes to speak to you. Right. Take us to Sergeant Sardine, then. Jardine, but uh, regardless. Um, and Sardine. <laughs> you're taken yeah. to a... Um, I just wanted to say so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay. You're taken to um, a human woman, uh, bl- very short-cut black hair, uh, who is wearing a, a much better kept sergeant's uniform and is accompanied by about 30 of the 150 or so soldiers mm-hmm. who are busy securing the area. I take it we have you to thank for driving these uh, individuals out, and she's 
giving a concerned look at the uh, at the tiefling that seems to have more important things on their mind, although they're giving distrustful looks towards you, Scamp. You know, I'm an adult dwarf. do have us to thank. <laughs> hmm. That did happen. You, we did actually drive those people out. You might say that, well, yes. We, she, we literally did. That, she, <laughs> that she genuinely happened. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Jardine of the 42nd Infantry. And we are here to put the region into order. You, 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 she says to about a dozen of them. Take those supplies into custody. We'll need them to support the regiment. No, no, those oh, belong the to the town. Fucked. They could use some of them. Oh, we are... And yet, it is uh, in our right to requisition supplies when we need them. An army marches on its stomach. And we must uh, requisition supplies if we are to protect this area. I thought an army was uh, supposed to protect its people. Well, we can hardly do that if we cannot eat. You'll look These fine people to will me. starve. Nevertheless, Surely you can do something. And you see the sold there are about 30 soldiers who are moving into an encircling position around you. Sergeant Jardine hasn't drawn her weapon, but she's just folding her arms. You will surrender the supplies and be on your way. Well, know that there are starving people around and I hope you give some of it to them. What can be spared will be. But I must look after my men. Well, I hope you sleep well tonight. No one are among thieves. Some of the soldiers move forward to begin taking the supply crates away. I believe you will find the bridge that way. Best of luck on your journey. Yeah, good luck with the forest full of monsters. You see, uh, you, you head towards the edge of the town where you see emerging kind of very obviously from a conceal from a, a, a from one of the bar uh, you actually see uh ivan is there kind of like this way this way we do when we saw the army was coming into town we hid in one of the barns to avoid uh everything getting taken yeah good shout let's go you meet back up with uh, elizabeth and the guards and swiftly begin making your way onwards on the road towards alessant and that is where we will pick up next time thank you all very much for playing thank you all very much for listening and from all and farewell from all of us here at Thunlocks and Fireballs Fair Seas and Natural Twenties There's terrors roaming across the land and nightmare comes with hemp in hand when famine's left us with no hope at least we need not fear the rope. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, So come and sail with us, my dear.